Hi, and welcome to Beauty Guides Podcast. You can find us at Beauty Guides Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. We are two beauty industry professionals discussing makeup, skincare, and sometimes even self-care. My name is Kelsey. I'm a licensed esthetician and educator, and you can find me on Instagram at Kelsey Aesthetics. And I'm Lauren. I'm a licensed cosmetologist and a freelance hair and makeup artist, and you can find me on Instagram at Charleston Glam. So today's topics are... Um, We're talking about problematic celebrity skin and makeup brands. And then we're also going to talk about makeup and skincare that you can save your money on and then maybe shell it out and splurge your money on. Oh, yeah. Such fun topics. Okay. So, (laughs) Kelsey... Are you listening to any podcast or reading any books right now? Um, nothing new in the podcast or book department, but um, my husband and I just finished this series on Hulu called Love Fraud, and it was fascinating. It is a true story. It's a documentary. Documentary. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, documentary. It was like five, four or five episodes, and it's this guy who's like, he's in like the Kansas City, Wichita area, and he has conned so many middle-aged divorcee women out of so much money and they um so what happens is he'll marry them like right away and when you're married in Kansas you have own you own half of everything so oh, sure. he gets them to co-sign for motorcycles, Porsches. He gets he had one lady open up a restaurant so she could take all these like loans out and then he took all of it. He and he'll just disappear. Oh. He'll just disappear. This is this is Dirty John. Basically. This, yeah, you... basically, basically, yeah. But he was doing it to yeah. multiple women at the same time. Yeah, I've seen this. It's insane. And like yeah. none of the women know about each mm-hmm. other. And like, how do you even keep up with appearances like that? I don't know. He is. It's so interesting. So finally, well, they were able to interview him at the end. I don't want to spoil it, but it was really interesting because they were like, "So, how many times have you been married?" And he was like, five. And they're like, well, what about this one? And what about this one? And what about this one? So my husband like kept track and it was 10 marriages, but he was, it was also, he had like 48 burner phones and like 56 addresses registered to him. Like it was crazy. Okay. And here's the thing, like these guys that do this, because there are men that do this, they don't have money of their own. Oh no, he has no money. they only have money through these women. So they'll like use your money, your credit cards to go take his other lady out on a date. Like it is Beyond messed up. 100%. And so he would tell these women like, oh, I have a um, medical malpractice um, money coming in. So like, just cover me for a little bit until that money comes in. And they're like, yeah, absolutely. Because he does the thing like... He's, because love is blind. Because love okay. is blind. And these women are usually like they they want to they want to believe. They want to believe. Yeah. And it's very and they go sad. for a specific type of woman. Yeah. And I hate to say it, but it's like that's why you need self-care and that's why you need to take care of yourself because <laughs> these men will prey on women they that will. like have insecurities or have been in a bad relationship mm-hmm. and gotten out that are at the like the lowest of their low. And God, the only way you can avoid it is just to just be your best self. Yeah, definitely uh love yourself before you let anybody. Yeah money else and um and then some of them so it would be real weird because some of them he would physically abuse and some of them he wouldn't and so oh. I think it would be like he would have one that he would be physically abusing while he was dating the other ones and then he would oh, like so he gets to get out that part yes. of his personality and then be the like king to the other one yeah it was and to see his interview was fascinating I love when you're able to just like hear these people 
just like I don't know talk circles around themselves and this like distorted reality because he's like well I don't have any money I don't have anything I didn't take their money if I had their money I would have it and it's like okay okay just no no remorse Uh, by the way have you seen um the drama that was starting out yesterday I'm gonna say his name wrong but Jason Collier or Collier Mm -mm, okay well we need to look it up and talk about it next time but it's the same thing it's this guy that came out I think he might be a preacher I might have that wrong but like he came out with like his engagement or something. And then all these women started coming forward and been like, but I'm engaged to him, but I dated him. And and then my true crime groups got a hold of it because one of the women that he was with is missing and nobody knows about this. So all these like detective sleuths that I like see Uh on uh the internet are Uh like, Oh, we're going to find out. And they're going to find out. Oh, they do. They do. They're so good. (laughs) They always do. do. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what about you? What are you listening to? Okay, so I just started a new podcast called The Apology Line, mm-hmm. and it is so juicy. So basically, it's from the perspective of a woman who was married to this man who was like a total adrenaline junkie, and he starts this project called The Apology Line. And you can call this number, anybody in the world can, and you can apologize for any of your wrongdoings. And then on top of it, other people can listen to The Apology Line, and they can call in and like so an example was a woman calling in and it was really sad, but she was like, my husband's always on me because of my weight. And I'm sorry that I'm fat. I don't mean it, blah, blah, blah. And then someone else calls in and is like, girl, like, don't be like that. You know what I mean? Like you have to love yourself. This guy's a jerk. But in the midst of all that, this crazy man starts calling the line and admitting to all of these murders and these terrible things that he does. Yeah. Have you heard of it? So one of my students was just telling me about it yesterday. And I was wondering if that's where this was going because I didn't remember the name. Yeah. That's nuts. So yeah, like the first episode ends basically with this guy calling the man's line. And like, he's like, I just think you're so great. You're so smart. I can't wait to murder you. It's going to be so fun. We're going to get along great. And like, I'm just like, what? I need the next episode. It's insane. So yeah. Is it, so is it new? Did it just start? Yeah, like I hadn't had it on my podcast list for a while and was just like waiting for the first episode to come out. So it is like brand new. And the fact that it's like spoken from the man that created the apology line, his wife, it leads me to believe that something did happen to him. But I don't know. Maybe that's just adding to the suspense. But I'm here for it. I um, That's exciting. But I almost hate when you have to wait for the next episode, right? Because like I can't handle it. Yeah. I I need like three. I need like three out and then I'll start. I agree, but also with the way like 2020 was and there was nothing exciting. Sometimes like I have to use those little things to like get me excited, like to re- to remember that I feel those things again. Like, oh my God, there's things to look forward to, you know? <laughs> Just one week at a time, okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then I wanted to tell you too about this thing right before we jumped on that I read about called Zoom dysmorphia. Have you heard of it? No, not at all. What is that? Okay, so when Snapchat came out, apparently there was like Snapchat dysmorphia where people like couldn't deal with not seeing themselves without the filters or they were going to the doctors to like make sure that they look like this filter. And so now with all of the Zoom meetings going on, people are actually seeing their reflection more and seeing their emotions in real time and just their face and what it looks like. So they're making like basically injectors and doctors offices are getting really busy and A fun fact that I read in there is that your front-facing camera distorts your facial features a little bit. So when you're 12 inches away, it can increase the perceived nose nose size by 30%, 
when compared to five feet away, which is where you would normally be for a picture. Okay. So I feel like I have heard a little bit about that, but didn't, it was too, okay. Camera is like mess with my brain too much. Cause it's has to do with like, like that kind of thing, like flat and, and light and our eyes are already crazy and mix up everything. Right. And, and that's what yeah. fascinates me. You know what I yeah. mean? Like in the makeup world, but yeah, it can be so overwhelming and so scary. And cameras don't always make you look like the actual person that you no. are. And depending on the different angle, it changes things. Right. So there was, um, cause I get on, I waste time on TikTok sometimes when I just need to, okay. TikTok, <laughs> That's why I don't have it. It's so it, good. Oh, it's so, so good. good. Their algorithm <laughs> is amazing. Watch the Instagram TikToks. I'm like, I, it's killing me. Yeah. No, their, their algorithm is amazing and they know I love baby animals and it's like, you know, which is nice, which is nice to have, you know, but the thing is I yeah. can't get off cause it yeah, just, no. it, but there are filters on on TikTok to show you these different what you were talking about like what you look like with five feet away what you look like two feet away what you look like if you flip the image and like people are like freaking out because they're like I don't look the way I thought I looked and all of that stuff so I think that's like what you're talking about absolutely and I also think it's really interesting to understand that kind of stuff because I think that's why I can use the internet as a tool that doesn't stress me out because I know it goes into a picture. You know, mm -hmm. I, I'm not like stressing about the way some girl looks. Cause I'm like, yeah, like I can look like that too. If I put on 10 pounds of makeup, if I have the right lighting, <laughs> if I'm going from this angle, like it's all a facade, but it's a fun facade if you're going to like take part of it. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. other than that. And I think yeah, the best example of that <laughs> is, um, if you ever know somebody who is like a, um, a really good, um, dynamic self makeup artist. Like they can do these crazy looks on themselves with like graphic eyeliner, cut creases, like all this stuff. But then you see them without makeup on and they look like two totally different people. Right. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. it's all just like the light and the shading and everything like that. And it, um, all makeup is, is shade and light. It's mm -hmm. beautiful. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. <laughs> but it's like, you can't get caught up in that either. No, no, it's an artistry and that's what's fun about it. But yeah, people always take something and then they ride it and they make it terrible. Unfortunately, that's what us humans like to do. Oh, we're the worst. No, we are the worst. <laughs> we have like brains and shit to do really good things and we just I mean, we, we don't um, we no, obsess we over ourselves and stuff. Yes. Well, um, are you trying anything new in your routine? Tell me what you're doing. Absolutely. So I went and got my Botox freshened up on um, Friday okay. and I got a lip flip and it was something that I had been wanting to do forever but like I had heard kind of like back and forth on it like some injectors say don't do it some I think they've like had like discovered more about it but I, I got it done I love it I would suggest it to anybody it's amazing so that's where they do it to give you like a little bit of a fuller lip without the the filler right or what is exactly. that? Exactly. Okay. So it's all Botox. And um, fun fact, your lips are the plumpest and fullest at the age of 14. It's wasted. So, wasted. I know. God, we're so stupid then. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so yeah, I I have a pretty decent sized lip. Um, I would say my top lip is what um, gets lost a little bit and mm -hmm. it curls under as I smile. And it's just, you know, lost volume as I've gotten older. But they put the Botox at the top of the lip and it not only freezes, bleh, freezes it, but you know how Botox kind of like lifts you a little bit. Yeah. So it just kind of like lifts that lip up. It makes it look a little bit more plumper. And then when I smile, it doesn't like curl into my teeth as much. 
Um, with Botox around your lips. So I know um, I started getting Botox last year. Um, and originally I got it for the purpose of I don't like my forehead. And then I realized, oh, I'm not getting migraines. So now I get mm-hmm. insurance to cover it because I've been on like a migraine journey. Um, and my, That's so dope. My but neurologist. are not dope. Yeah, 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 yeah. My neurologist is a, a sweet, sweet older man. And he always gives me a couple extra shots around the eyes and whatnot. Um, but I know for me with around the eyes and everything, I have to wait that like 10 day period before it settles. Are you noticing that with your lip as well? Yeah. So she said you're going to see the full results in two weeks. Two weeks. Um, definitely the first day you just feel the needle in there. So you pretend that it's plump, but it's not. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, I'm starting to be able to move it less, which I personally love those feelings. <laughs> I don't know. I'm the biggest masochist. So like, <laughs> I kind of like when my face feels stiff. So I can feel it getting stiff. And then she said in two weeks, I should see the full effect. So I'm really excited. If I'm loving it this much now, like I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I, so. um, I'm interested to watch your mouth as well to see what happens. Yeah, I haven't done any videos or done any content since I've done it. So I'll definitely like point it out next time because no shame in my game. I'd rather just be honest with people. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, I'd love to hear like if you see a difference or something like that. So yeah, for sure. So yeah, I've been trying a lot of new things, a few things. So the next thing I've been trying is after I've been doing my looks because I put a lot of makeup on for them. I've been washing off with the Sunday Riley Blue Moon Cleansing Balm. Mm -hmm. Big fan of that. Um, Another thing I did was I bought the Aveeno Oil Mist. And do you ever use the Hemp's Beauty Lotion? Um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I love that. Yeah, it's so good for your skin. So I just feel like I don't really moisturize my entire body. I'm so good about my face, but I should really like, you know, you start getting those little like wrinkle areas in your chest as you get older and different ways that you sleep. So I want to start catching up on that. And then probably the last new thing is I got some two more cream blushes from Fenty. I got the shade Strawberry Drip and what was the other one? Petal Poppin. So she, she I, has great names for her stuff, doesn't she? I, I just would love to work with her, yeah, like yeah, with yeah. her team. It just yeah. seems like it's a good time. I really appreciate her mm-hmm. as like she puts a lot of time into her products. But yeah, the names are everything. Yeah. And, and I feel like I can definitely tell she names her products, too, or like has oh. like an input to them or whatever. She is so involved. Did you watch her fashion show by any chance? Mm-mm, mm-mm. It, oh, it was so good. I think you can find it on Amazon Prime, but it was just inspiring. It was a performance. And I was like, Victoria's Secret, who we don't know her afterwards. Like, it was so no, good. No, we're done. Victoria's <laughs> Secret is going bankrupt for a reason. Like, we're done. Fenty, <laughs> Savage, all of it. We're here for it. Not all of it. All of it. Maybe we, we'll talk about today. Like, maybe we're not in love with the skin side of it. But everything else Brianna is putting out, we love you. And please put out more music. We love you. <laughs> Um, okay. Okay, What about you, Kelsey? Yeah. So, um, I, um, I'm trying to, so I'm trying not to wear too much liquid makeup because I wear a mask. Um, but I just, I didn't like the look of my skin naked either. Um, I do have pigmentation. Um, and so I wanted to try powder foundation and I had tried powder foundation, like, maybe like a couple years ago. And the problem I had with powder foundation is I just felt like it was always very flat, like very, yeah. So, Mm -hmm. um, I, I, you know how the, um, the internet reads our brains. And so I got an ad for Laura Geller and her powder foundation, which is the balance and brighten. So it is a baked product and it has the pigment swirls. 
So it's yes, got like a little bit those. of pink They're in so it. Pretty. Yeah, a little bit of tan, a little beige, a little brown. Um, and so I've been, I got it last week. So I've been wearing it for a week now and I really like it. I feel Ooh, like I don't know. have a flat look to it. I mean, it definitely, you know, I'm not going to get like the same youthful do that I would with a cream. But as far as like a nice alternative, I've been really happy with it. Yeah, I should probably be going that route, too, because I think that's what I noticed that my flare ups are the worst. I after I have like a yeah. wedding weekend or something like that, and I definitely wear liquid foundation. So yeah. that sounds like a good idea. I, mean, I might try it, too. Have you tried any of the IT cosmetics or they say it cosmetics foundation powders? Yeah. So that was what I used when I did foundation powder that actually them specifically. Mm-hmm. I was working at that was when I was working at Ulta and they had just come to Ulta and they were on all of like the commercials and everything, everything. So I was like, okay, I got to get it. So I'm such a sheep. I'm such a sheep. (laughs) And so, um, I tried their CC. uh, I don't know. They, their names are insane. What? Yeah. Whatever it was with the SPF 50. I liked it. I had the um, mineral SPF in it and that I, I felt like I was just getting the flat look. So they had an illuminating version, but they are the classic when they say illuminating, they just mean glitter. They mean glitter. And I can't. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's not, it's not hourglass vibes at all. It's glitter. Yeah. 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 No, I, that brings us to the next question. Any products that we've reordered this month? And mine is hourglass blushes. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> I so I sent to them to you because they were on sale. Did you get them? Yeah. That's so mean. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I did. I had just spent so much money. <laughs> no, but they never go on sale. They never go on sale. Never. Oh, my God. I feel like it is so hard to get any type of discount or sale from hourglass. To be honest, I even have like their pro discount mm-hmm. because I can like send my license in. But there's something always wrong with it. Like it won't work at checkout or like I yeah. email them and I never hear back. Like I can never get some dollars off from hourglass. <laughs> I pay full price for that shit because it's so good. Yeah. Well, they yeah, know, they know I, you it, will. They out. know you're going to pay full price anyway. So who cares? Yeah, exactly. And it's worth every penny. I actually mm-hmm. um, just got the veil setting powder as well. Mm. Oh, my gosh. It is such a difference. I usually use um, RCMA because it's yeah. a colorless powder it works on everything I think it is really great for film because sometimes you have to really powder down things but you can see the luxury in this setting powder it's got a little bit it's not completely like a banana powder but it's got a little bit of like a champagne like yellowish hue to it that's really light and you can tell it's just so finely milled and I can see sometimes when you like you do the makeup look in liquid. That's what you're supposed to do. And then you set everything with powder. So if you go with like a cream blush, usually you're going to like kind of powder over it with something. And same with, you know, the colorless powders. So a lot of times, sometimes I feel like it makes the skin look matted down, just like you were talking about. Yeah. But I feel like it, you, it just like adds dimension to the face with the setting powder. And it's really lovely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I reordered my Elf Brow Wow gel, um, yes. which is only $4. I actually ordered yep. two because um, you don't, I mean, it's $4, so you don't get a lot of product in it. So I definitely find I go through it maybe about every two months. I can get, but I use it every day. So mm-hmm. I feel like yeah, the four bucks. So yeah, you oh, it's tiny. Yeah, it real quick. Oh, it's tiny. Yeah, it's also good to get another one because like literally if you lose it, like yeah. you'll have another one. <laughs> well, and then I have one in my car too. So I have like one in my house, one in my car, you know, everywhere, everywhere. Cool. Um, this is my third time repurchasing this. And this came out of kind of necessity when things were really closed and I needed a brow gel. And I was only really going to Walmart because I would like pick up my prescriptions and stuff like that. So, and I was like, I just need something. So I was like, fine, I'll 
spend four bucks on this brow gel and I prefer it over like my benefit gimme brow. I, Dude, that's so big. Yeah. Yeah. Which was like a staple. Definitely. Um, yeah. It's got the fibers in it, which I really like. And the shade I use, which is neutral brown. It's so hard to find a light neutral brown. Usually, Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Light browns are usually very warm um, and it's not not really the look. I like very cool toned brows with my bright blonde. I know. I know it's wrong, but like, just let me, it's really not. It's so right. People like, yeah, no, it's, I know what you're talking about. Sorry. Keep going. (laughs) Well, I was going to say like, just let me live my Khaleesi fantasy and just have my brown brows with my blonde hair. Like, yes, um, exactly. And with that, and seriously though, but with that shade neutral brown, it is so perfect for that kind of look. And I will always sing elves praises, especially for their brow. Um, I use in my kit, for $2 is their brow like um, pencil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have a neutral brown in that as well. But the shade range is unmatched. And it's got a little bit more of a waxy mm-hmm. texture to it. So yeah. it's kind of like using a brow wax with it. It really makes the brow hair stay in place. And then the one that you're using, I would always pick up for my older clients. I mean, a lot of people start losing their brows. Yeah. And especially when you're 60 or 70, some people don't care to like maintain or keep up with that stuff. So mm-hmm. sometimes I have people sitting in my chair that have like three or four brows, yeah. brow hairs, mm-hmm. and I'm like expected to make a brow. And honestly, <laughs> like just swiping that gel through was so nice. And especially because yeah. like, even when you're trying to make a brow on another person, someone that hasn't had brows for such a long time in their life, they don't want to see the no, brow. They're yeah. going to think they look crazy. Yeah. So it, it's it's such a good product. And only $4. Like, that's really big. Yeah. I um, It's funny that you bring up the brow pencils because um, I – so after Benefit, I still kept up with doing brows. And I would always map the way Benefit taught me because I think it's just the best way to do brows. And so at that point, yep. I was buying my own supplies. And I would buy – the elf brow pencil because it was the mm-hmm. best for mapping the brows because it's not too yes. hard but it's not too soft not too crumbly but I could mm-hmm. smudge it out really easily when I was mapping um and I and I tell my students too I'm like two bucks brow pencil at elf it'll save you from ruining someone's brows exactly and if you are a redhead their auburn shade is amazing it is so hard to find colors so for redheads hard. a lot of times I usually yeah. just like go to a powder in my eyeshadow thing to like match their hair color. But like, mm-hmm. this is perfect. Yeah. I have like a few of redhead like friends that I've worked with and stuff. I'm like, please come out with a redhead brow line because there are so many different types of redheads. Right. Yes. And so many, like some of them are more strawberry blonde and some of them are more like of a medium brown. And then there's the warm brown and then there's like the taupe. And and, and then there's like fiery. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like Auburn does not, it is not one size fit all at all. No, <laughs> no. And a big rule of thumb in makeup is like, especially if you're a person that likes to change up your look and your hair color is like match your brows to your hair color. And that's how you won't look like, hate to use the word of freak, but you know, like <laughs> even if you have blue freaking hair, like whip up some blue brows, you'll be so surprised. There is a student at my school right now who fills in her brows with bright pink eyeshadow and I love it. I was about I to say I love, love when I had it. pink hair, I was trying to do the same thing, but I'm a little bit on the older side and I was like scared of it. But like, yeah. oh my God, if I was like 22, I'd be putting like glitter and pink <laughs> stuff in my brows. Like bitches come find me. You don't have to come find me. You can see me everywhere. Like <laughs> Um, so for empties, my empty is my Aveda All Sensitive Moisturizer, um, which this is what I switched to when I had real bad cystic maskne and I just cut down my 
routine to like really bare bones. And so it's a really lightweight moisturizer, which is why I use it day and night because I can put sunscreen over top of it or I can put serums underneath of it and it never feels too heavy. Um, my, the ingredient in it, that's really the game changer is it's got algae in it, um, which is, uh, antioxidant and it also promotes wound healing. Um, and then this is also the moisturizer that I recommend for people who are oily because it is so lightweight. Um, so like an oilier skin type or even, um, men is this is the moisturizer I recommend um, because uh, men all, this is, like this is important. This is like the Lord's work. Like <laughs> men need this kind of stuff. Like I just look at my boyfriend. And I'm like, have you ever even thought to put a moisturizer on your face? Like I do it for him now, but like, yeah. what the hell? Like, well, really? you know, I'll tell you what got my husband into it because we were together for many years before he started taking care of his skin, and it what changed his mind and what got his interest in it was a picture of Paul Rudd, because if you see Paul Rudd from Clueless and Paul Rudd now, he's the same. That is the same. Like his skin, there's like a few of his coarser lines, but other than that, and everyone's like, "What is it?" And he's like, "Moisturizer." And so after that, my husband was Thank like, you, Paul Rudd. I know I love you for so many reasons, including I know. that. Like- my husband was like, I think I need a moisturizer. And I was like, I got you, fam. I've been waiting for this day. Like, come to me. Seriously, I have so many access to like amazing products. Like I go to the pro <laughs> store once a month and there's this like men's section with like all these like beautiful like shampoos and like I buy it for Trevor. He has no interest, but I will say he does like to be pampered and I do a lot of like self-care at the home, like at home facials. So if I'm doing something, especially when the jade roller comes out, he's like, oh, will you use that on my face next? Like he loves it. Yeah. <laughs> they just need to try it and then they're in it like yeah. manicures yeah. or pedicures. Yes. Yes, it's so mm-hmm. true. It's so true. Pamper your man if he's not being pampered. <laughs> He'll love it and you'll love how he looks afterwards because you don't want a crusty dude. Um, so what about <laughs> you? <my> advice. What's <laughs> okay. going on? Um, so I just reordered. Um, oops, sorry. My mic fell. Um, I just <laughs> reordered the Visart lip oil in the color Petale. If anybody doesn't know what Visart is, they are a French brand of makeup and They're big in the professional community, but you can buy them anywhere. Um, A lot of the professional like makeup that we use, sometimes they don't even have it in stores that you would have access to. But this one's everywhere. It's a luxury product. It is amazing. Um, It definitely really, really helps me out because I do a lot of weddings on the weekend. And the big thing with weddings, it's such a weird way of doing makeup. You can always make money, but like it's not ideal for any makeup artist. Like you get all these young girls that come together and they're hungover from the rehearsal dinner and they haven't drank an ounce of water and they haven't um, washed their face in four days. And all of a sudden, all of this is your problem. Like Mm -hmm. also they haven't gotten their brows waxed. That's your problem. The Mm -hmm. mom hasn't gotten Botox. That's your problem. Um, but like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, like this lip oil is just so beautiful, so soft, so light, and it really moisturizes the lips. So as soon as I see a girl that is like completely dehydrated, like lips are, freaking crusting off on me I just put this lip oil on and I just say you know it's gonna wear off but you can eat and drink with it on and it's really gonna moisturize you throughout the day so that's been helpful um I also reordered my Paula's Choice BHA toner Mm -hmm. which we were talking about last week and then I had to buy some new airbrush colors because mine were just old and needed to be replaced so I also went ahead and got some highlight colors for to run through the airbrush and I'm excited for that yeah that'll be fun so when you do bridal makeup are you um mostly doing airbrush for skin so not all the time um there are some 
artists that prefer that you use that all what okay the answer to that is no not all the time and to be honest I don't even sing the praises of airbrush I think it's a really cool technology I think there is a need for it I especially think during the months where it is so hot that Mm, makeup will not stay on the face it is very important for that stuff but like airbrush it with the way we've come out with HD makeup Mm -hmm. it's not that great and it's not for everybody like Mm -hmm. if you have a lot of texture to your skin it's going to show if you've picked your pimples it's going to sit on top it's going to show and then also another thing I noticed is that you spray it and it's like an airstream on your face but some people like to like scrunch up their face for some reason when you get like close to it so if you're scrunching up your face and stuff while I'm doing this where you're putting that wrinkled like it, mm-hmm. The foundation doesn't go on there and it, you, it looks bad. Mm-hmm. It makes me so think I of... Re- oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, it makes me think of the... Um, I tried the Dior Air Flash and spraying that onto my face, I scrunched my face. And when I relaxed, I had visible white creases where the pigment did not go. Um, exactly. So, yeah. And some people are just like, they're a little more sensitive about when you're around their face and their eyes and things like that. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. Uh, yep. I had um, one of my students, she does makeup and sometimes she airbrushes and sometimes she doesn't. And she brought in her airbrush machine and airbrushed me. I got to be a model, which was fun for me because I'm never Ooh. the model. I'm always the the doing. So um, and my skin looked really, really nice. But I can I think it's just like um, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's just like any base product where it's not for not everything is for every person. Exactly. Yeah. And it it just like, you know, it goes how the beauty community picks up everything so quickly and not even the beauty community. It's like all the misinformation we have out there are just Mm -hmm. like everybody wants to make an article about anything and like make it the next big thing. And I feel like that's what happened with airbrush. Oh, 100%. I remember seeing the infomercials for it. Yeah. And I can't even tell you how many times, especially when I'm doing um, my boudoir gig where people are like, I was thinking about getting an airbrush for at home, like luminous. I'm like, why? And not to mention, here's the big thing. I have that big, huge air compressor that is like 50 pounds to lug around. But like, that is the only compressor that works because you need all of that air to be pushing through the gun. Mm -hmm. And there are so many times that just like the formulation of the foundations with airbrush are not the greatest. So your gun is always getting clogged or like sometimes it'll just like spit out really big, like chunks of the foundation on you. It's not as smooth going as people think it is. And especially with the way we have creams nowadays, you can like really push them into your skin and make it look like second skin. And it's really nice. So airbrush is great. There is a reason for it, but it's, it's not all it's cracked up to be is what I'm saying. I have to tell you my, okay. So when I think of you and I think of airbrushing, I think of you had practiced on your brother and posted a picture (laughs) of him like a cheetah. You had done like cheetah. (laughs) My brother had to be like about five or six years old. I remember I was living in my dad's house. I got my first airbrush thing. I got like all these crazy colors. It was like black, orange, Uh just things you wouldn't normally put on your face. (laughs) And my dad went out that night and I had to watch my brother. And my dad was like, (laughs) the only rule is that you don't touch him with this airbrush thing. And I'm like, yeah, okay. So like, yeah, I put like my brother in like a cheetah onesie. (laughs) And it's just this picture of him. He's like roaring Uh at the camera. He loves it too. It's, It's great. I'll have to find it. We should post it yeah yeah it's so funny funny, but that is what I think of when I think of you and airbrushing is that picture so (laughs) sorry dad but that's what I think of your son as (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay so let's get on the topic for today so we're going to talk about 
problematic celebrity advice. And just to kind of warm us up, I went through and I did a little Google search mm-hmm. of celebrities, skincare lines. And these were some of the familiar names that mm-hmm. came out. Um, so we started with Lady Gaga House Labs, which Kelsey, you said very underwhelming. So her, well, maybe it was just maybe I need to give her a chance. But her first launch, like when you think of Lady Gaga and you think of makeup, like you like I'm thinking like maybe Mac like 15 years ago, just like so edgy, so cool, oh, yeah. just like so dark. But like, I don't know, like every emo girl's fantasy. And like she came out with like, you know, these like eyeliners and like, I don't know. And maybe I just need to give her a chance. It was her first launch. But she also did something weird where it was like only on Amazon. The whole thing yes, seemed that's what I was going to say. Weird. Like, can't you like only find it there? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like Jeff Bezos. Come on. He doesn't. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to give him any more money to- than I have to. Yeah, exactly. All right. So the next one was Rihanna Fenty, which we always have great things to say. Mm-hmm. Um, Millie Bobby Brown. I actually didn't really know that she came out with a little line. Did she, you know that? Yeah, she had a little baby line. It was for like 12, 13 year olds. Oh, that's cute, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that's yeah. necessary. We could go into like a whole conversation about like wearing makeup young and if you should teach your kids or not. I kind of think you should like give them tools to mm-hmm. like. For, mm-hmm. hi- for hygiene purposes. So I think that's cool that there was like a makeup line that's not like in your face eyeliner, you know? Yeah, just like no. And it was soft. it was like um, it was like a skincare makeup line blend where it was like a tinted sunscreen. And so like I didn't ha- I didn't hate it at all. I mean, anyone that's promoting sunscreen. She had like the little eye mask that you put under your eyes. Like it seemed like you would d- get oh, together with your friends on a sleepover and play with. Yeah, she seems like she does really age-appropriate things. I I like mm-hmm. her. Good job. Uh-huh. Okay, so next one's <laughs> Selena Gomez. She has mm-hmm. that rare line. I haven't gotten to try anything out, but I've heard good things. Mm-hmm. Um, Miranda Kerr has Cora Organics. Mm-hmm. Drew Barrymore has Flower Beauty. And mm-hmm. Kelsey, you like some of these, right? Oh, I love Flower Beauty. Love okay. Flower Beauty. You always rave about their blush and their concealer. Yes, Is yes, that right? Yes, that's correct. Huh? <laughs> it's like I know you. <laughs> <laughs> so then we have the Jessica Alba Honest Company, which, which I, I don't even real, know. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember a couple of years ago when she was getting sued over her sunscreen because it didn't protect from the sun? And now I do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. And so after that, I'm just like, mm, I don't, I'm okay. Like, I know she's really big. Um, she has her definite market. Um, the, the fear mongering to the stay at home moms, you know, yes. that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Killing it. But, Killing and, it. and like, you know, because things are a lot of like cream and kind of shimmery, like that's definitely like my aesthetic right now. But because of that sunscreen incident, I'm just like, nah, I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah, exactly. And so then next we have KVD Beauty, mm-hmm. which was Kat Von D. Um, really loved her original formulations, which I'll talk about later, but some, she did sell the company and now there's new people in control and I haven't really tried any of the new lines, but mm-hmm. yeah, if you feel anything, just comment on Instagram. By the way, keep talking to us on Instagram. Talk to us more. We just want to have fun and it doesn't matter what you say or if it applies to the post, like we're down for it. Um, yeah. So next celebrity, I cannot believe that Snooki had a line. Uh, I, I mean, I'm not surprised. I remember they all had tanning lotion. I do remember that. Yes. Um, but I feel like, I don't know. I feel like maybe I remember her talking about false eyelashes at one point or something, but I'm really not surprised. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not one I would definitely invest in. So Melania Trump had a skincare line and of course she did, but like, I feel like 
no, I'm not going to check that out. Um, Cindy Crawford had her line. Oh, God. This was like, I remember the infomercials with the melon extract. It was all about this stupid freaking melon and the melon extract. And she. Dude, bre- these commercials were good, though. They got you. <laughs> they like, got I like you. I melon my yeah. life over after I, this. And, then, <laughs> like, and you know what? It's really funny. I'm going to call my sister out right now because she had texted me maybe like six months ago and was like, I bought the entire Cindy Crawford Meaningful Beauty no, Law. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God, just ask me first. You know, I would have told you. And she's, yes. like, she's like, well, it looks really good. So she bought like the whole thing. It came with like eight products. And my sister is very like a I can get her to maybe use like two things, maybe two things. And um, so I'm like, what are you going to sit here and put eight things on your face? Like all of a sudden you decided that this is your vibe now and you're going to put all and of it this. It is so funny. That's what people will do. People that yeah. don't use anything will go out and buy like a 10 step mm-hmm. skincare system and be like, I'm committed now. And yeah. I'm like, people just love to like hurt themselves. Yeah. Like, why are you doing that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're not going to use all that. No. And I, I was like, I, I finally got her on the Luna. She, Sarah, using Luna. Ooh, I'm very yes. proud of you, Sarah. Please just yes, throw away your you. meaningful beauty. We don't need it. <laughs> okay. I have a question, though, about um, with like involving Luna. So every time I go to my injector, she's always like pushing the retinol, but she's always like pushing um, like the kind that like they use in their office. Sure. But she told me like you have to go to a medical grade retinol like eventually. Is that true? I that. Okay. You just asked me like your airbrush question. And okay. um, so the answer is ish, maybe mm-hmm. for some people. Okay. Yes. Some people no, And maybe I'll have to do a whole thing on retinol because it is a it's a loaded topic. Um, I'm here for it. But I yeah, think so <laughs> to just quickly answer that, um, I think mm-hmm. for us being in our 30s and kind of just starting retinol, I think Luna is perfect. I think and that's why I sing its praise. I think it's a great beginning retinol. Yeah, I went to a dermatologist in my mid 20s um, when I was having a lot of issues and they put me on retinol and stuff. And mm-hmm. I just feel like the dosage was so high and everything they were using was just to dry me out. And mm-hmm. it was really what inspired my um, I already like loved skincare, but to really learn about it, because to me, it just made more sense for the ecosystem of the face to be more balanced rather than to just completely keep mm-hmm. drying me out over and over. And I just felt like he never cared when I like mm-hmm. had questions about like cosmetically, like what would this do to me? Yeah, I heard, so, I heard a, definitely um, different world. Yeah, like, I heard a famous esthetician one time say um, dermatologists care about the way your skin looks tomorrow and estheticians care about the way your skin looks 10 years from now. And I, and I felt like that really summed it up perfectly. Right. Cause the dermatologist is like, Oh, you have acne. Okay. We kill acne. We kill bacteria. We move on. And yes. as estheticians, we're like, okay, you have acne. Let's try to balance everything, help the skin heal itself. Let's prevent acne scarring. Let's, you know, and it, and I, I think we're both necessary, but I think we're not apples to apples at all. And, yes. and, and I don't have Agreed. a medical license either, so I'm not going to put myself. Right. <laughs> yeah. I feel that so hard. Yes. Okay. So, um, the next, the last one was Josie Moran. I'm probably saying that name wrong too. Sorry guys. Um, come at me, but who the hell is she? I, Dude, don't I, don't, I do not know. I've used some of her products, but I didn't know she was like a, like a person. I just thought it was a name. Yeah. Of course I have to tell you when I started Googling her name, it came up who is Josie Moran married to? And I'm like, we don't care who you're married to. We care about you. It's not just about your husband. Get we are it. independent women successful on our own. Okay. Yeah. Down with the patriarchy. Okay. This is not a political podcast. Do not worry. 
<laughs> so okay, and also I have to like give props to Trevor. I brought up this episode, and he even brought a celebrity up in the sports world uh-huh. that Tom Brady mm-hmm. was giving some problematic <laughs> advice, where he was saying that if you just stay hydrated, you don't need SPF. Oh, that's yeah, super, and especially he plays down in Florida now too. So good luck with that, Tom. Good luck with that. Right. And I mean, to that, I said, Tom, sit down and let Giselle <laughs> apply some sunblock to you and stick to sports. Thank you. Yeah. Like, God. Well, so when he started dating Giselle is when he became vegan and he started like, I don't know, making these interesting life choices. No shame on veganism at all. It's just not necessarily what you think of when you think of a um, pro athlete in such a physical sport like that, like a brute strength absolutely. kind of sport like that. Um And I know a lot of athletes are vegan. It's just not necessarily what you think of when you think of these football players. Um, I think of them advertising chunky Campbell's chunky soup, right? So, (laughs) (laughs) uh, yeah, right. And so it's just, it's been really interesting. Okay. And I'm not even going to go into why that's so wrong. Um, It just is. (laughs) Yeah. That's yeah. awful. God, Tom. And and he plays in Florida now. His skin is going to be so fucked. So fucked. So fucked. But he's got money to fix that. It's almost like when you just have money, you can throw out these claims that it doesn't matter because you have all this money and you can fix anything you want to. And you don't care about the poor peasants on the bottom and what we're going through. Okay? So, so I need you to mouth off on J-Lo right now. <laughs> God. And okay. So definitely the the woman who's been in the beauty scene right now lately is J-Lo. Um, and for so many, I feel like every week we're hearing something new about J-Lo. So Yes. <laughs> it started from so JLo, um, it she was going to launch a skincare line, which um, I think everybody was like pretty excited about because JLo looks fantastic. So she created this YouTube video where she started talking about her skin and the skincare line, and there was like a couple problematic things in this YouTube video. Um, the first one, which is the most jarring, I think, is that she says she doesn't do Botox or filler. Yeah, come on. It's like uh, if she was like 30, 35, I think we'd be like, oh, okay, she just doesn't need to yet, but she's 50. And her face is smoother than any 30-year-olds I've ever seen. Or even a, it's like overly smooth in a way that it doesn't look bad. She looks amazing. But like, let's call it like it is. Yeah, yeah. Like no shame in your game, girl. Own it. You yeah. look great. And it's when you watch her talk and emote, her forehead is not moving. Her eyes are not moving. No. Her brows are not moving. It's it's like watching um like Kim Kardashian cry or the Real yeah. Housewives oh cry God, where it. it's yes. just a lot of mouth. It's a lot of mouth. A lot of mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just picturing myself crying. I'm like, not anymore. Now not, that not anymore. You took care of that. <laughs> so the second problematic thing in this YouTube video was her discussion of using olive oil on the face. So I want to say her direct quote first, which was, I am a big olive oil person. So for me, that would be the basis of something that we could start with as our as far as formulations. She added that her mother taught her that olive oil was a cure-all for hair, skin, and nails. It was nature's magic ingredient. So, okay. The first thing that to me is kind of, um, oh, 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 oh. And then the next thing she says in this video is um, 
she talks about um, attributing her appearance to the power of positive thinking. And I just, I mean, maybe we need to introduce her to Tom Brady and they can just talk about their, <laughs> they can have their own podcast, like yeah. just shitting on all of us. But I do have something to say about that. Mm-hmm. So I, what JLo is saying is just like, she's just blowing smoke. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. But like, there is something to be said, though, about living your life in a positive way. Absolutely. With positive thoughts and positive feelings and the way it changes. So I was watching this random dating show on YouTube the other day, and it was this older woman. And she, like, sat down with this man, and she just had this such a, such a harsh demeanor, you know? And you could tell, like, she had been screwed over by men. And just, like, you know, thinking she's all tough, kind of, like, over-alphaing him. And this guy, like, did not care. He just was about having fun. So he was like playing into it. But like at the end of this interview, they were going to go on a second date. But like she just started softening up like she you could tell this man was like, you know, giving her like good vibes, good feelings. And there is something about that. Like when you are in a shitty situation or in a bad environment, it will affect your looks in the long run. Like you're going to scowl. You're going to look really bad. But like not to the extent that she's talking about. But I just want to say there is something about living your life well, living in a happy way and looking good anyway. And and I, I won't disagree with you on that one. Um, I live um, in South Florida and we have a lot of immigrants in um, this state. And, um, you know, some countries are a little more notorious for being nicer than others. And I see these older women that are immigrants from some of these rougher countries and the one in particular I'm thinking of is Haiti um Mm -hmm. and and I look at these women and you can see like they've been through some shit they have been through some shit in their life and they have like a rough demeanor about them um like a rougher appearance and a rougher like and and so I will agree with you on that um however I'm not gonna sit here and think how I'm going to be beautiful why? No, girl, you're so right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so I want to talk about olive oil and why um, this makes me like red flag. Like I turn into like Scooby-Doo, like, like when she says this. Because... <laughs> so in olive oil, there is something known as olic acid. Um, so olic acid has been shown in multiple scientific studies to disrupt the skin barrier and cause inflammation. So when we are causing inflammation in the skin, it's really not able to perform and act and protect itself the way it's supposed to. And by disrupting our barrier, we're kind of opening ourselves up to more damage. So to me, Dude, that makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, if you are inflamed, your body will literally not do anything, anything else to do other than try to do that. Yeah. Like it, get rid of that. It's wow. the same thing okay, they talk yeah. about with like diet and like eating a low inflammatory like, diet. And, like, mm-hmm. intake and stuff. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they tell you like, if you are hungover, you shouldn't even work out because your body is like has to pick one. Does it want to yeah. make muscle or does it want to like cure Kill. this poison that you mm-hmm. put in your body? Yeah. I, yeah. Absolutely. Wow. So, um, so I decided to read through her products because they're now live on Sephora. And so the um, the claim is something is the olive complex. And so this is a olive blend of squalane with an A, <laughs> um, fermented oil, extra virgin oil and leaf extract. So they they really went in with these olives. They they went in. So um, I have a couple thoughts. Um, so I read through, it's got eight products, but I really only read about, um, I read through the ingredients of 
She has a serum, a moisturizer for nighttime, a moisturizer for daytime, which has Yes, SPF I'm looking at the packaging it. and it's beautiful. Oh, beautiful. I mean, absolutely beautiful. I hate beautiful. it. <laughs> yeah. And she has a cleanser. So I have a couple yeah. thoughts on this one. The first one is um, in one of her moisturizers, she has cannabis sativa extract, which is CBD. And yeah. that is very high up on the ingredient list, too. I believe it was in the first 10, which means it's, a, it's oh. a prominent ingredient. And you don't see that mentioned anywhere in any of her what promotional stuff, any of it at all. It's so interesting to me because especially if you want to jump on buzzwords, I mean, CBD is yes. the buzzword of buzzwords. Um, and I'm a big proponent of CBD in skincare um, and life care as well. Yeah, um, I would love to do an episode of that because I have a mm-hmm. lot to learn, but I'm very interested in CBD yeah. and like, yeah, I'm I'm here for that. Too. Yeah, I took um I took a whole class on CBD um in skincare because when it came oh. on the market, I was like, I need to know what's going on. So I actually got certified um because I was oh so gosh, Kelsey, congratulations! <laughs> oh God, I, it it's just me being certified bitch over here. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, so the next ingredient that I saw in pretty much every single one of her products is, um, Botswella, which I know I'm Mm -hmm. saying that wrong, but it's an Ayurvedic ingredient, which means it's been used in India and in Asia for thousands of years. Um, and they, it's known as the Indian frankincense. So, um, just like frankincense is a sap from a tree. This is a type of sap and it's known for its anti-inflammatory properties. So you can use this internally, um, like as a tincture, or you can use it externally on the skin. Um, a lot of the Aveda products have this in it. Like any of those sort of Ayurvedic lines use this um, ingredient. And I just, again, I think like it was another buzzword that she could have really, because um, people like Ayurvedic these two ingredients. things that you're mentioning are positive things yeah, for skincare. Absolutely. You know, they're not bad. It's just like, yeah, why did she go with the problematic advice of olive oil? Yeah. Like, why was that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why was that the one you chose? Because if she had been talking about these two things, I would have been like, oh, awesome. Amazing. We need to talk about these things. Yeah, um, exactly. And I would have like probably gone in with, well, no, I don't really love the price point. If it's mm, worth it, I would like it. But yeah, I don't know. So I'm still trying to figure it out. So then there's in every single one of her products, there is the ingredient carmine, um, which carmine is crushed up beetles. And this is oh. to give pigment. Right. OK. Yeah. So carmine <laughs> kind of fell out of popularity maybe about five to ten years ago when people actually found out what it was. Um, yeah. And and especially um, people really want vegan skincare. We we yeah. don't we want vegan skincare these days. And carmine is like the only purpose of it is pigment. And we don't want oh, wow. we that don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would imagine that a beetle pigment is more like a brownish like black it's a red. It's a red. It's oh, a- it's red. Okay, mm-hmm. well, that actually is a little bit hard. I don't know why you would need the red pigment, no. but also a lot of red pigments out there the more research they're doing, they're just, they're really not good for you or they Mm -mm. cause a lot of irritations on a lot of people. So that's an interesting thing. I don't know why she needs the red pigment, but she doesn't. And so the reason these pigments like in eyeshadows and stuff like that are causing irritation is because they've removed carmine. Um, so because of that, now they can't be called like eyeshadow. They have to be called pressed pigments or eye pigments. And they're actually not considered like eye safe at that point either. If there is so much stuff. So I, I like hate the fear mongering stuff, but like the fear, it goes back to once again, you're not scared of the things you should be scared of. (laughs) Like, 
<laughs> like you should be scared of Huda Beauty because she oh my literally God, who, came out with the, oh that, the neon eyeshadow palette. Yeah. You had to like flip up the ingredient list, which whoever does that in their cosmetics, to see a warning that it's not suitable to be used on yeah. eyes. And none of the ingredients have been approved by the FDA. Yeah. hundred percent. Like that's what you should be scared about is all these influencers that are just like, I don't care about other people <laughs> and what I promote. Like that's scary. So, um, the other ingredient that I, the two that I keep seeing, um, in this is, um, which are very popular Korean beauty ingredients is rice ferment and, um, glycosides, which are we meant, love K-beauty. we love K beauty. And so both of these ingredients are meant to balance your microbiome. What you were talking about earlier, the balance of bacteria. So okay. my final opinion of this is I don't actually hate it. Oh, and there's fragrance in it, of course, because why right. Why would she make skincare that's actually good for skin? Um, right, right. So I don't actually hate this line, but I feel it's very overpriced Korean beauty, very overpriced Korean beauty. And I don't think any of this is going to change your skin. I think they're just nice ingredients in nice formulations. So this is definitely one where I would say we can just solidly pass on it. Yeah, that sounds good. And then on the makeup side, I also wanted to bring up some stuff about JLo because like she's always in the news for how amazing she looks. And she totally deserves that because like she really works hard and she invests her money in good people. I wish she would promote more of those people that she's putting her money into, like her injector and her nutritionist <laughs> and everybody else that helps her in the day. Um, but she did put a lot of her money into building up Scott Barnes, who mm-hmm. is a celebrity makeup artist. And the biggest thing I want to say about her makeup, because it's, she definitely gets shown to me a lot in like pictures is if you saw this makeup in real person, Mm -hmm. you would be mortified. Mm -hmm. There is a certain way of doing stage makeup. And it kind of goes back to a lot of like the tips that we get from drag Queens and like why she looks snatched. They always say, and it looks beautiful because you are behind the lens of a camera, which takes away 50% of your makeup. But up close, you would see a lot of texture on her face because she's wearing a lot of coverage. You would Mm -hmm. see a lot of like harsh angles where like you would literally see where the contour comes down and then the blush on top of it. And like all of that is great for performance, but you probably don't actually want to use his product or actually look like that. <laughs> I remember watching a YouTube video of um, a prima ballerina for the the New York City company. Uh, she did Swan Lake or whatever, and she was doing her makeup. Ooh. And she was mm-hmm. like, you do your makeup for the last person in the audience, the last row. And that, yes. that's what I think of with JLo's makeup is she's doing it for she's on stage and she yep. needs to be seen by the very last person. Yes. And it's perfect for all that. And like, he definitely deserves that type of phrase in that sense. But like, let's stop comparing ourselves to JLo and hoping for all these things that she has. It's just, it's, we don't live that life. We're not going to do that. It's fine. Move on. Be happy with yourself. Yes. Yeah. So one of my students, oh, oh, it's okay. One of my students I was talking to yesterday, the one that is um, the makeup artist, we were talking about JLo specifically. And she was like, did you see her at the inauguration? And I was like, no, you know, we were working that day and I really didn't care to, you know, love her and all that. But, you know, I've seen her perform. She was talking about how her hands and her face were completely different colors. And the other thing she brought up, which I I wanted to get your opinion about, is she says, when you do that much bronzer and that much um, contour and everything, when you're in these like cold weather, gray background environments, it looks 
very obvious. Like it doesn't. And so to me, I think oh, of that's like such a great point. The yeah. contrast in that, mm-hmm. because like you're thinking like gray and ashy colors yeah. and then the color, the bronzy contour colors mm-hmm. that JLo uses are very like orange tone bronzy because yeah. that's what she needs for her skin tone. But yeah, I'm sure it like the clash of it would make it look mm-hmm. so muddy and dull and dirty. That's almost. exactly what she was saying. So like JLo's makeup artist does very like, like it, she's in Miami, you know, and like it makes sense yeah. down here. And now she's on the Mary Phillips, by the way, who is like slaying every look. I don't think she's really working with Scott as much, oh, but yeah, mm-hmm. her, yeah, just, some, mm-hmm. just some tea there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I don't think it's anything bad, but I'm saying like I always like to like see um I love to study the makeup artists that do celebrity looks because it's really interesting to see different points of their career. You can tell that who they've been working with. If you have the eye for that, and that's an interest of yours, you know. It's just kind of neat to see. That is but, yeah, her interesting. are definitely more like Miami glowy now. Mm-hmm. And I felt like with Sky, it was more snatched, drag yeah, queen. Drag things, queen, you know. Hundred percent. Yeah. And very yeah. um, I want to say like Kim Kardashian, like the harsh contour. Yeah you know, like the, the creating of the lines and angles. Yeah. And it's beautiful. It's all art, but like, you don't need to be doing it Mm -hmm. all the time. And yeah, there's a place for it. Yeah. Um, so, um, let's talk about another, let's talk about a few more celebrity skincare brands. So the big one, um, that came out was the Kylie skin, um, which was hilarious. Um, and (laughs) her exfoliant, she actually included walnuts in her scrub. And so like St. Ives, like St. Ives. And so (laughs) my, my, my comment here is WTF micro tears because, so what's happening with walnut shell is when it's scrubbed on your face, you are creating micro tears on the skin, which is exactly what it sounds like. Small little tears in the skin. Problem is the skin doesn't have the tools to fix that itself. So like, you have done now permanent damage and you don't use those walnut scrubs like once uh, you like people who use them, they use them constantly. Girl, and speaking from experience, like when you don't know skincare and you just hear about exfoliation and all the benefits of it, you go for it mm-hmm. every day. I'm talking being 25 years old, using a Clarisonic with an exfoliator oh, yeah. like every day. Yeah. I always tell my students, like when I started aesthetic school, I was scrubbing my face every day because I was dry. So I was like, I have to scrub the dry skin off. And I was just making myself a, more of a mess. Same. And even as much as I know now, like, I feel like it hit me a couple weeks ago when you started talking about calming ingredients. And I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, that's because all this masking stuff, I'm doing everything to like irritate it and mm-hmm. get it away. And I'm like, I'm not even like putting in something to calm it down and make it feel good. Yeah. I'm an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Stop being an <laughs> asshole to your skin. It's so real. Everyone needs to talk to themselves that way. <laughs> um, and so Kylie's sister, Kendall, um, the aesthetics community lost their minds because a few years ago she became the spokesperson for Proactive about her acne. Now, Kendall has been very open about her acne and she's a model. And so, you know, that's hard. But when she was openly talking about it, she was praising the laser facials she was getting, which laser facials is a whole different ball game. That is some medical grade intense stuff. You usually right. get about some six Star treatments. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> real intense. And I mean, amazing what it does, but very invasive, very, very invasive. And that's why she has no scarring from her acne and no texture left over from her acne because of these lasers basically completely resurfacing and just regrowing all new skin. Um, and so I think that just, again, really mixed signals because you wouldn't, you wouldn't know that unless you were a professional. 
Yeah. And tell me if I'm wrong on this, but I remember hearing from some estheticians that I worked with back in the, the early 2000s that <laughs> basically the way that proactive is formulated is it never actually like cures or helps your acne in that way, like making your skin understand like how to not Mm-hmm. bring it back. It really just like masks the problem very short term. It's going to be very similar to what the dermatologist was doing to you, which is like, let's okay. let's dry that shit out and kill yeah. the bacteria and, you know, ruin everything else. But hey, you don't have acne anymore. Right. So and yeah. the real quick thing about acne, acne never really gets cured for most of us. It's really just managed sorry. Seriously. And I, and like, that's what more people need to hear. Yeah. You know, it's about just having the right tools, the same way you treat your body right with food or exercise. You like our skin is like the largest organ on our freaking body. And it is like the Mm -hmm. first organ that everybody sees. I just, it's Mm -hmm. beyond me when you talk to some people and they're not even like we said, moisturizing or wearing an SPF. Like, aren't you curious how to take care of this thing? I don't know. My second, so that was my first favorite fact about the skin is that it's our largest organ. But my second favorite fact is it's our second most complex just behind the brain, which is crazy, right? beautiful the sad girl in me loves to know that that like my skin is just as disturbed as my mind I love it (laughs) secondly it's second place the mind is always first Um, (laughs) And then the last um, celebrity skincare I want to talk about is Fenty Skin, which I don't hate Fenty Skin. I really don't. Um, I think it's just, again, it's very Korean beauty-esque. And I think it's just, it's fine. I don't think it's great. And I don't think it's horrible. I think if you're using it, I'm just happy you're using skincare. This isn't something that I'm going to freak out on you on. The thing is, she does have fragrance in her skincare, which just kind of upsets me because that's just a skin irritant. But her formulations and everything, it's, I mean, it to me, it just seems like Korean beauty. So, you yeah, know. You're probably paying a lot more for the marketing and the name at this point than you are for, like, a really good product. You are. So, um, Yeah, I actually, oh, sorry. Um, I have a question really yeah. quick about, um, you've heard of SK2, right? Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. okay. I have a lot of people that ask me about it and I don't have a good answer to give them because I don't feel like I've done the research, but I wanted to ask you because sure. I know you've also tried the, um, Sonia Rosselli beauty yeah. elixir yeah, yeah, yeah. or the beauty water. Yeah. I'm not, I'm saying the wrong name, but whatever. Would you say that pretty much it's the same consistency, same type of deal, same type of product? I think your immediate result is the same. I really do. I think they're hydrating. It's just a plumping, hydrating, Mm -hmm. like liquidy type serum, more like a water. For sure. Okay. The ingredients that I mentioned earlier with J-Lo's skincare, which is the the rice ferment. Um, Rice ferment um, really helps balance the skin. And when the skin is balanced, it can take care of itself, right? When we have that reduced inflammation. So that's why people who use it see really great results with it. Cause again, it's like that just calming down of the skin and letting it heal itself. But I do not think you need to spend a hundred dollars on this, um, bottle of water rice for men. <laughs> no, you I, absolutely don't. And it's good to know that's why like we we preach so much rather than like a brand like we're bringing brands up so that you can mm-hmm. relate to us, but like really we when it gets down to the nitty-gritty, we only think of product as like formulation or the mm-hmm. ingredients because once you know those things, you can go in a store and pick out any product and 
as long like I would say yeah. like most of the gre- in, same ingredients are in each product, right, Kelsey? Like you only have to yeah. know so much. You don't have to really get into it like as much as we know. Well, and that's why <clears> I wrote my book. Um, <laughs> so, so <laughs> oh my God. Yes. I know <laughs> shameless plug, right? Whatever. Okay, so yeah. I, wrote, I wrote a book and I wrote it. I'm really actually kind of proud of it for a couple of reasons. A uh, wrote a book, but B I wrote it during the stay at home order with COVID because I had lost my jobs and I was like, I need a job, and so I gave myself a job and I wrote a book, but. Essentially, what I found being in the industry is when you know the ingredients, you can look at any skincare line and know what you're working with, who it's for, what it's with. And I wrote it for estheticians because we, you know, switch jobs, we switch skincare lines. Like I would work at spas where I would have to learn like eight skincare lines. But when I would pick out the three active ingredients, I was like, oh, okay, this is for mature skin, uh, struggling with dryness. Right. And so that's Mm why. So shameless plug, my book is the science behind skincare, a guide for estheticians by Kelsey Hayden. And you can find it on Amazon. And I'm sorry you have to give Jeff Bezos more money, but the money actually goes to me. So good, good. He just prints it for me. Yes, good. Yeah. But yeah, everybody needs to check that out. I've been meaning to buy a copy of myself. I know you sent me a copy and it got lost in the mail. Oh, you never told me that. Yeah, it never arrived to my apartment. Oh my god! And, like, it was weird because there were there was a span where two you and my friend Christine were both sending me something, and I never got either of them. Weird. Yeah, you should have told yeah, me so that I would have sent you another one. I get I get so them cheaper. I get them cheaper. I, so I, I want to pay full price for your book, and I want to support you because listen up, everybody. That's what you do <laughs> to your friends in the industry. You, you say, angel. "What's your price?" I want to pay fifty percent more because I support you. I love you. Oh, Amen. You ain't. There we go. <laughs> Um, so Lauren, I wanted to get your opinion. So, um, back in 2012, I looked up the exact date, this picture of Kim Kardashian came out with her crazy contouring drawings all over her face. And I feel like that's what exploded contouring. Yes. Yes. It was huge. Like everybody was talking about it. And then it's like, quickly it became the only way to do your makeup. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing about contouring is it's such a joke to everybody because <laughs> the drag queens invented it you know what I mean yeah, like yeah. It, yeah. it's it's been around forever and that's also what's cool once you're like in the beauty scene and you start learning about beauty you're no longer caught up in these trends because it's the same stuff just cycled year mm-hmm. like you know every 10 years they're into something else so pretty soon we're going to be like ooh, contours out and we're going to be like just blush and like a foundation mm-hmm. is what's mm-hmm. in and I really think that's where we're moving towards especially with like Selena Gomez's line like the yeah. rare beauty come out like we're really focused on these, um, like just pigmented cream, light colors that are more of skincare, if anything. And mm-hmm. I'm here for it, but yeah, um, that came out. It was huge. The picture that you sent me was actually done by Scott Barnes, who we were talking about, who was also JLo's oh, makeup artist. That's who why it was so similar. Th- yes. Yes. And I will say I did end up buying his palette and as a consumer, please don't buy it. Please don't give into the hype. You will be so upset. He did this whole thing where he was explaining that he used the Loma color rather than, I guess, bronzers focus on a different part of the color spectrum. Um, so basically it's just really harsh, dark colors. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I do keep it in my kit just in case I get any, um, you know, skin tones like that are on the darker side or that can handle that type of thing. But especially if you're like mine and Kelsey's paleness, you <laughs> oh, you will be in trouble. You will look crazy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what I have to say about that. Um, I, there's a place for contouring. It's really good for on camera. I mean, I definitely use a lot of 
I, so a lot of those like YouTube videos that everybody like hates on about, like they're not showing you the right thing. I've used a lot of those techniques, but I use colors that are the same as your skin tone, Yeah, (laughs) you know, because it's important for me to see dimension on the face. And especially because I'm a lot of my work is behind camera. So you just don't have to make your, the shade of your face like 10 times darker, like these people (laughs) and and stop doing that. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay. The next thing I wanted to talk about is Mm -hmm. I posted on our Instagram. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I just think he's the cutest. This guy, I think his name's M.U. Alessandro. And he's got these like lips filled to the gods and Mm -hmm. he's just, he's so young and has perfect skin and slays his makeup for us every video, but he like really drops the tea on celebrity drama and what to buy and not buy at the drugstore. Just like a really good beauty advice. Definitely check him out. But he brought up and how he says it, Bella Thorns, but he says Bella Thorn every time I watch the video. <laughs> <laughs> so Bella Thorn, she comes out with this eye palette that's sixty dollars, and I think it was like every shade of like yellow, orange, red, blue. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, it was like definitely heavy primary colors. Like uh, no, it was a lot. Yeah. I know. And I posted on our Instagram and I was like, really like, where can we wear this? And Claire just had the right answer. And she was like, your kid's face paint for like a birthday party. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Everybody's being a cheetah, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Yeah. Hire me. I know what I'm doing. (laughs) Yeah, that that was a lot. Yeah, yeah. And so like the last thing that I wanted to say about all of this too is I always really like to think of the business sense of everything. And Mm -hmm. a lot of these celebrities are not actually involved in these companies. So Mm -hmm. anybody, and I mean anybody, you listening, you can literally go to like an independent contractor, business venture type thing, an independent distributor and slap your name on a product. Like you can just, they, they have it all there. They have the blushes. They're all just in a plain case. And then you can put your name on it and you can sell it. So mm-hmm. a lot of slubs aren't even worried about the formulation or the pigment or the color. And so just really watch out like what you're paying for. Are you paying for because they like JLo stuff is in like a beautiful glossy bottle. Think about that. Most of your money is going towards that. Mm-hmm. And then if they come in like a, like a freaking box and then you open that box and then it's in the middle of another, well, think of how much waste that's put into the environment too. So these are also other really good things to think about when you're making a makeup purchase because it all affects us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and celebrities should stick to perfume. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please, please. You guys were doing great then. You were doing so good slabs, you know, with yeah. your perfume lines. Oh my God. How many did Kim Kardashian have? I feel like she has 20 perfumes. I, I'm thinking about Paris Hilton. She Yay! had like 20 and then, um, Brittany, I loved Britney Spears fantasy when I was in high school. That was my, that was my jam. I would buy it at CVS or like Walmart. Yes. Cause you could buy, they would be in like the boxes, but yep. yeah, Britney Spears fantasy all day. Love you girl. Yes. And if anybody hasn't checked out that Paris Hilton documentary, I can't Oh, so good. Before. It was on YouTube. It was so yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, very eye-opening. Let's make let's free Britney and let's make sure that no kids have to go to these crazy schools being oh, ripped God. out of their beds in the middle yeah. of the night by their rich parents. Okay? Oh, okay. Let's change the world. So Lauren, <laughs> tell me some celebrity brands who are celebs that you think are doing us right. Okay, yeah. So the first one always Rihanna. I just love it. I can't sing enough praises. I do agree with the sense of when you were talking about the skincare line mm-hmm. and you're kind of like overpriced Korean beauty. That's how I feel about her products. I, to be honest, like none of her products like wow me the way like maybe you see like a Pat McGrath pigment Mm -hmm. or like an hourglass. Like it doesn't wow me like that. But like the texture is so good. The formula Mm -hmm. is so good. Like they, I, especially me, I work a lot with like, you know, 
weddings, they're all freaking day. And everybody's like, this makeup's going to last 36 hours, right? Like, so like, she really does cater to like, more long wear products. And they really do work. And like, back to the color formulation, like it wows me to think that like, even when we were in high school, Kelsey, like, colors were not available. At so all. like, yeah, she really revolutionized, like making sure that every skin tone is mm-hmm. seen and met. And also a lot of um, products have technology in it that like, once it gets to your skin tone, it really kind of like it, it kind of does the work for you. It matches with it. So I see that too, with um, a lot of her products, there is a little bit of a learning curve. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you guys ever like want an episode to know like what Fenty products I use and how I use them, I would so be down to do that. Um, the next celeb that I think was totally doing it right. I'm not sure about the new formulation, but Kat Von D. Mm-hmm. I mean, she is just such an artist and the portraits that she does through tattoos are amazing. They're so lifelike. So she actually was the first person to create a contour palette that was just using colors that are the shade and the light. So mm-hmm. her, um, it was the first time we saw, so contour, we used to think more like bronzy, just like dark brown powders. But this one, she used like more of an ashy tone yeah. to it. So mm-hmm. It literally looked like the shadows. It was so beautiful. Um, you can still buy that palette. It's really, really good. And she came out with it in a cream formulation as well. And then on top of it, that freaking eyeliner. There is yes. a like Reddit community yes. for people that like put pictures where this eyeliner has lasted, including girls like on a stretcher going to a hospital oh being like, I don't know what's happening, but like, look at my cat eye. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that stuff is amazing. Um, I will say something that I don't like about her line is her concealers are very drying, almost sure. like a shape tape. These concealers are so amazing when you are young and yeah. give zero yeah. Fs and like you can do this kind of stuff. But if you are on the mature side or you or the eye is a problem area for you, definitely don't use it. But I will say I love to use her concealer on pimples once again. Like mm. it, the shit does not move. Yeah, okay. really good. So it's more for so I remember one of her ad campaigns was that concealer being used to cover her face tattoos. And it it yes. was seamless because I remember them showing the behind the scenes and not just like the edited uh, photograph. And and so I think she came onto the market that was very um very girly, you know, only girly girls wore makeup and it was only catered yes. to them. And she brought this edge and I, I really appreciated what she was doing at that time. And you could really see the artistry in her work as well. I know, um, last few years she's been really problematic and I think that's why they had to split her from the brand. And it seemed like the brand, where has she been problematic though? Like what has that, what Ooh, is that? Ooh, you don't know about no. stuff. Ooh, okay. yikes. Okay. So it's like, it's like a couple different things. Like, um, she, she was pregnant and, um, someone was like, Hey, just letting you know, like, um, Oh, she's a very, um, vocal vegan. Which again, yeah. beautiful. Save the animals. I'm very happy for you. Um, she, someone was like, "Hey, just letting you know, like, um, vaccines aren't vegan because they're not." And um, mm-hmm. she was like, "Oh no, I would never vaccinate my child, and I don't think anyone needs to be vaccinating their children." And it's like, "Okay, okay, that's your choice. Mm-hmm. You live in LA. You're not going to vaccinate your child. Okay, good luck." Okay. So then she was dating this guy who um, who I believe is the father to the baby. Um, and he was having some weird white supremacist stuff. 
um, and having a um, swastika tattoo. Um, And then she named one of her lipsticks um, a name that the Germans would use for the Jews that they were going to Uh, um, put in the chambers. Yeah, and the the word is um, selection. Or I'm saying that um, Hispanic. It's not. It's German. But it's um, it meant like this. I know. I know. You heard it too, right? I know. My, I'm sorry. I'm not fresh on my German accent, but it was a term to the selection of Jews that they were going to put specifically in the gas chamber. And there's really no, like Germans don't even use that word. It is not a word that is used. It's like, yeah, um, it's like, under, it's like Voldemort. We don't say the name. We just, well, it's, yeah. it, it would be like using the N word, you know? It's yeah, like, yeah. it's not, and like, um, it just got real weird and problematic. And um, she became very vocal on Twitter about things. Um, and She's it was a just a passionate person. Yes, and it's like, it's absolutely, it, be- it began to like affect the brand. Well, and I <laughs> felt like the brand didn't wasn't feeling like a passion project for her anymore. Like the last few leases, uh, releases, like weren't that you could just tell they were different. You could just tell. And it just, it was, it was, I think it was a good move for everybody to just kind of part ways with that. Um, I'm sad for the brand, like for everybody who else is involved in the brand and is not a Nazi that, um, maybe got screwed over by this. Um, (laughs) and I, I hope to see the brand kind of find itself because it's definitely trying to find itself right now. Yeah, and definitely don't buy that lipstick Kelsey is talking about, but her shade Lolita, everything. Yeah. Very good. Well, and then she had that shade called Underage Red, um, which was like kind of like people felt like it was talking about, um, you know, underaged girls, maybe in um, sex trafficking situations. Like, I guess that was like a term used in that kind of situation. It was just and, you know, she was always very like edgy. But, you know, there's, you know, we draw a line with our edginess. Yeah. And I also feel like, you know, people like her, she kind of like lives in a different world and she is her own person. I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't seem like she's hurting anybody. Um, I hope that nothing would escalate if she did feel these ways about and like if she felt hatred in her heart. But like, yeah, I also feel like some people like her because she has these passionate beliefs, like sometimes the media just like takes it and freaking goes for it. I'm not saying she's right in any way. I'm just saying there's kind of a dual edged sword to that. And like people like her, she's always been getting herself in trouble, especially with the way she looks like people really like to come for her and like really like to have an opinion about her. And that sucks. But if she is doing these bad things, then that's not good either. Yeah, I see her as a female who has been trying to prove herself her whole life. And yeah, and by doing that she's had to be yeah, very she went outspoken to the same with Paris Hilton sorry yeah. yeah yeah she went through all of that too yeah yeah you know what I mean and yeah she's been open about her sobriety and stuff but you're right you're so right yeah. about that she's a person that has been trying to really prove herself her whole life yeah I um I wish her well and I wish her baby well and mm-hmm. um you know I I thought um her artistry was phenomenal in all of that but I definitely saw it stop and so yeah. I hope she finds a new project because she is a really she great is. artist. She has a new, yeah, she has a new album coming out. She's really into music oh, right cool. now. Um, okay. I watched her wedding. It was insane. I've never seen anything like that. <laughs> okay. And, yeah. So I think she's out of makeup now, which is good. You know, sure. we want to keep the heat out of there and good luck. Yeah. <laughs> um, on a complete opposite note, let's talk about Drew Barrymore. Oh, my God. So last night I actually watched The Wedding Singer. Trevor had never seen oh, it. And I was my like, God. gosh, anything with Drew Barrymore and um, 
what's his name, Adam Sandler. Uh-huh. I just always wish they got married. And then like we were just talking about how Drew Barrymore is just a gem of a, a person. gem yeah. of a person. So I want to give credit um, where credit is due, which is to my mom, Jules. Um, she, Jules. We were at Walmart and she was like, have you seen, this is Drew Barrymore's line. And I was like, that's really cute. Good for her. Like, you know, and this was, God, this was probably, I had just moved to Florida. So it was like 10 years ago or whatever. Um, and then she came and, you know, she was kind of under the radar for a little while. But then um, Flower came to Alta, And that is when I really started paying attention to her stuff. And I think she was doing things that are now very popular, but she was doing them five years ago, which is having these mm. like light, dewy so complexion. Drew. Right. <laughs> Right. So she was doing these like light, dewy complexion products, like her concealer. And then she also had these like liquidy cream blushes, which you really couldn't find five years ago. You couldn't find them. No, because like you're saying, we were all about that contour situation. Like, yeah. She um she also does these really cool looks, which is just like it's not her makeup artist. It's just her using her own products and like posting maybe a selfie where she'll have these like jewel tone, bright green eyeshadow, but like then no mascara on. And and it's so ah. different, but it's very her. Right. It's, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I just I love I love the vibe. Um, So they have since left Walmart and are now it's either CVS or Walgreens is where they are now. Um, but either way, I'm happy to see, um, you know, this be so successful because I I have been a big fan for many years. Yeah, I need to try it out. And I I do like what you were saying about, um, she has the light illusion line. I do want to bring up a point that I feel like we've been going in such a full coverage, um, direction the past couple of years, which is cool. There is a need for full coverage makeup, but at the same time, if you have some problem areas or things that like you kind of don't want people to see, like using light add to your benefit like there's a lot of these um primers that are more blurring or like sometimes things with like a little shimmer and it will like Mm -hmm. bounce light off of your face and it's not as noticeable especially i'm thinking like some fine lines like around the eyes sometimes if you kind of like just highlight right don't do it where the wrinkle is (laughs) go underneath you know what i mean to where your skin has like the most plumpness and fullness and hit that with a little bit of something that's going to reflect light like a um like a shimmer or a highlighter and it will really help you out yeah Um, yeah, I just, I think she was kind of on trend before it was on trend. Um, um, so, and I'm glad to see that it's going to be really successful because of that. Cause what, what a gem of a person truly. Yes. Just love her. Have you ever heard the SZA song Drew Barrymore? Are you a SZA fan? No. 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 Okay. Well, check it out. All I'm, right. Cool. Anyway, <laughs> so I was going to talk about um, Mario's line, Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. makeup artist. She has a few different makeup artists, but he is definitely the one that everybody really thinks of when they think of her. But he just came out with a line and I am so intrigued. Mm-hmm. I really want to try it. I actually really believe in his stuff and I think he has a lot to do with the formulation. Um, mm-hmm. I have a friend that just bought the eye palette and I was looking at that and like, they are like a mix between like a cream and a powder, which is really beautiful. And I think that's what I see him do a lot is using a lot of cream yeah. to like kind of like sculpt out the face. And that's, that is the difference between when contouring was first coming out to the consumer. It was all powder. It was based. all powder, all powder. Yes. And that looks like shit, honestly. Yeah. Like I don't even do contour with powder anymore unless it's just to set what I've done with cream in the lightest way, you know, mm-hmm. just cause I really do feel like makeup is a lot like cement. Like 
you got to hit it with yeah. the cream, <laughs> got to hit it with the powder, and then you got to hit it with something wet that just like brings it all together and just like that's so funny. There, what, okay? a, what a what a funny analogy. <laughs> um, I heard I heard him talking about so his matte eyeshadow palette, which is all these different colors of um, I guess nude, but every single one of those colors he did it based on a skin tone. And yes. so why it's like a matte neutral palette, I mean, it. you can tell he's a makeup artist. You can tell he's an artist. Yeah. And this concept is not new in the makeup community um, just because it's not, you know, it's hard to market something like this to consumers because right. it's not exciting and they're not working on every skin tone. But I have the Visar neutral matte palette, yeah. which has been around forever and forever. it is amazing. And it's just that concept. It's every type of skin tone, what their nude would be like. And then not only can you use it for your eyeshadows, but then you can use it to contour the face and then also as brow powders and just like Really? Why aren't that's, we all using more makeup like that? That's like, really interesting to think that pro makeup things like these Visart palettes have been inclusive when the the like retail has has not been. Yeah. Um that is well, I guess because you have to be when you're pro. You need to do Absolutely. every skin. But yeah, mm -hmm. interesting, interesting. Yeah, and not to say too that even like the darker skin tones, if you're going for like a crazy look, you know, with an eye with like super dark you can use those colors too mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. yeah so um the next thing I was going to bring up is actually the KKW uh -huh. formulated uh -huh. um I really really love her lip colors and I love her, her lip um, liners man they are on dude, point I think Mario did them I, I think really they did do. I think they I think he did because I used one of them on my at my wedding day and I remember I was in Ulta searching for, a, I wanted a lip liner that I could fill my lip in and I wanted it a nude. And I was actually on my way to Urban Decay because they have a million lip liners, right? And then yeah, she yeah. had like a little side kiosk thing and I saw them. Yes, and I was it's like, always on the side. And yes. I was like, wait a minute, these colors are amazing. And this formula is beautiful. So I bought one and it, I, I don't think I'll ever buy another type of lip liner. Like I don't think I need to. Same. And she even had a bridal line called Love. Um, oh, cute. So I went ahead of – wait, what? what? I said Sorry. cute, cute, cute. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, so that is just beautiful. I think I use it on like 80% of the people that are sitting in my chair because it's just this beautiful like neutral like peach um, and they have it in a lip liner and a lip color. And then my friend bought the red and I made her put it on in front of me in the car like as soon mm -hmm. as we got out of Ulta because you know you can't test oh, anything in Ulta anymore so I was like um you need to put it on right now <laughs> and just like even watching it glide on the lips was so pretty like I almost think that this line was like a tester for um like Mario's career like going on to makeup like I think that they're so close that I, and this is just me thinking this yeah. is not in the news <laughs> like, I, I would like, I would agree I though I, I would agree and I would agree that he probably had a lot to say behind these lip liners because they are they are phenomenal yeah. And then like not completely a celebrity, but I do want to bring up that Bobby Brown is back. If you've been buying Bobby Brown for a while, it's not actually mm -hmm. old school Bobby Brown. She left the company, but she is ready to be her own boss again. And she just came out with her makeup line, Jones Road Beauty. And oh my God, I can't wait to try so much of it. It is basically just natural, mm -hmm. beautiful, clean Bobby mm -hmm. Brown at her finest. Like she is coming back. Yeah. I had her book in high school. Because oh, I have them right yeah, on my shelf. Yeah, right because back when you Apple. wanted to learn makeup, you bought these books from these makeup she artists. She's the OG, yeah, and of like makeup. She mm -hmm. she was the OG, but she was also very into like um, work with what you got and let's enhance it yes. a little bit. 
Exactly. Um, which when I was 16, I was like, what? No, pink eyeshadow all over, you know, but it really set the foundation for um, how I think about makeup. And I just think she's so talented. So I'm glad to see her back in the makeup game. Yes. And I also have to say that, like, if you are young and you want to wear crazy makeup, please do it because yeah. you'll look a hot mess as you get older. <laughs> and it is so fun. You have this face that like can do no wrong mm -hmm. at this point. Just just go for it. <laughs> just do it. Just do it. Yeah. Um, and when you look back at the pictures, you won't be as mortified as you think. You'll just be like, oh, my God, that's hilarious. But that's what I was going for. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so the last um, celebrity I want to talk about, I want to talk about Selena Gomez's makeup line, uh, Rare Beauty, uh, yes. which I have not tried anything from because I don't need any makeup right now. But, God, Same. I am dying to try her line because I think she's on point with what is in trend right now with her cream she just came out with this like monochromatic where it's a blush, a lip gloss and like a, a cream shadow, a liquid shadow for the eyes. And so they're all in that same color family. And I, I think it's just that glossy, dewy look for skin, for face, that like hint of color. I think she's on point with that. Girl, um, what have my last three reels been? Just yeah. that freaking fancy blush. And yeah. I'm like, look, put it on your lips, your yeah. cheeks, and your eyes. Like, oh, look. I loved when you did that, like, kind of berry lavender-esque one. And then you put it on yes. your eyes and you put it on your lips. I loved that so much. Well, thank you. Yeah, but, like, that is, like, all you need. And it's, gosh, we make it so complex. Like, a good monochromatic look is everything. Um, okay. So I, I think we have talked enough about <laughs> celebrities, um, and their <laughs> skincare and makeup. Do you have any final thoughts on this topic? Nope. I think I right, said cool. it all. Yeah, me too. I think we've, <laughs> we've said enough. So we have. I want to go on to our second topic and this topic is going to be splurge or save. Um, I think this is probably one of the biggest questions I get as a skincare professional is like, where should I spend my money and where can I save my money? And do I need this, um, hundred dollar SK two? Um, and, and yeah. I think, um, I think we're seeing a big change in the drugstore industry in makeup. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, we are. Yeah. So I'm going to start with some skincare and then I'll let you go with, um, makeup. How's that sound? Cool. All right. Cool. Yeah, so I'm going to talk about the things you should splurge and things that you should be investing your money in. And the first one is going to be professional treatments. Um, go see an esthetician and get professional yes. advice, please. This is not going to be the same as even me giving you advice. Um, the the I can help you as much as I can, but an esthetician in person is always going to have an advantage of me over me. They're going to be able to look at your skin, do a full skin analysis, see how your skin behaves. That's what I always tell people. My first facial with them is like it's our first date. I'm on my first yes. date with your skin. I'm getting to know it, how it works, everything like that. So an esthetician, their skincare recommendations and the product line that they carry, it, that's going to be your best bet because they're really going to know what would work for you and your routine. They're going to have time to sit there and talk with you about it. Um, they see your skin and they're just, they're always going to have an advantage over me. Um, we went to school for this. We love it. We're passionate about it. You know, we're not trying to scam anybody. Um, we're not the, the beauty counter makeup ladies. Um, <laughs> oh God. Um, oh <laughs> and then I'm going to just move on from that one. And then the second, <laughs> the second product or the second thing I would really recommend, um, investing into is serums. Um, so serums, a lot of people don't actually know what serums are. So let's talk about that first. So serums are concentrated versions of ingredients. And I true, I 
truly believe they are the skin changers. These are what you are going to use after you cleanse, but before you moisturize. They're going to be a lighter formulation, usually a little bit watery, maybe a little bit of that sticky, I hate texture, um, or just like a really liquidy consistency. Um, so because they're so concentrated, um, you're really going to get your money's worth, um, I feel, when you invest in some quality serums. Um, the serums that I'm always preaching about that um, everybody needs in their skincare, it, number one is vitamin C. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs a vitamin C in their skincare routine. Um, it helps. Yes, and you're going to do a whole episode on vitamin C too, right? I will. So I'm not going to spend too much time talking about it, but I'm just going to give a mm-hmm. quick shout out to um, – Two lines. First one, Paula's Choice, um, which we love you, Paula. And um, she, yes, Paula. she has a really nice vitamin C booster. And then the next one is Biosance, which is at Sephora. Um, and they have a new vitamin C um, that looks amazing. Um, I actually, I am, I have one, two, three, I have five vitamin Cs that I have been testing, will be testing. Um, it just takes a long time to test out skincare products. Um, but mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm bought things in all different ranges, formulations, everything like that. So I will be able yeah. to give a full review. Um, the next yes, one, I think people don't realize that when we like talk yeah. about our testing, like it goes through it. Like, I don't even yeah. believe in things like wearing skincare to the gym or something, but if I have like a new product and I like want to know how it works, I'm like, this flush is going on. Like, you yeah. know, like, and you have to use it to completion mm-hmm. in all seasons and all weathers. Yeah. Like we put it through it before we, we do tell it you this what is what we do for you guys do you even yes. realize and we're just sitting here giving all the information for free like we are straight lunatics <laughs> but i love it <laughs> buy my book <laughs> buy my book okay so yeah. um <laughs> the other um the other thing is if you're not going to use a vitamin c serum you really need to be using an antioxidant serum again this is just protecting you from the day-to-day environmental aggressors the main one is the sun so um I talked about one last week, which is the COSRX Propolis Serum. Um, I love Polychoice antioxidant serums. I've talked about them on my Instagram before. Um, Those, I mean, you need a vitamin C or you need an antioxidant. Either way, I would prefer vitamin C. Um, But Mm. some other serums that I would, um, that I love, we love our Luna. I think we talk about it like four four times an episode, Um, (laughs) which is a retinol. Luna is by Sunday Riley. Oh, yeah, Sunday Riley. (laughs) Uh And it's at Sephora. If you've never ventured into retinol, start there. Great place to start. And then other serums that people that I think are worth investing your money in are exfoliating serums. So these are going to be serums with AHAs, um, which are alpha hydroxy acids or things like that. And that's because when you spend a little bit more money on a higher quality um, serum, you are less likely less likely to experience irritation. And to me, that's worth it. Absolutely. Um, so for saves, things that I think you can save your money on, um, cleansers and toners. So for me, um, cleansers, I mean, you, you remove them, right? You put them on and then you remove them. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Like literally let's think about it as simple as that. Like it's not sticking around people. No. Um, now, um, I, per- I want you to be using the appropriate cleanser for your skin type, and I don't want you to be putting coconut oil on your face as a cleanser, oh obviously. <laughs> Girl. Yo, I used to be coconut oil obsessed oh. in the early 2000s, and I was like, put that shit on everything, yeah. and now I cringe at myself. <laughs> yeah, and I'll one day talk about why that makes me cringe, but... Um, you know, I, um, what kind of blew up this past year is the line at the drugstore, which is Sarah Vey. Um, and they 
have just really great basic cleansers if you just need that. Some people just need that. Some people can't afford other things. And I, I and not even just afford money wise, but like sometimes people's skin is just real irritated and yeah. they just need they can only afford to like have, use one or two ingredients. Yeah, the basics. Um and actually yeah. my um my husband will use the CeraVe um cleanser. So, you know, it's husband approved. Um, and then Good the next know. thing is toner. I think toner is one of those ingredients that is not always necessary in your routine. It depends on more on what you're trying to achieve. But um, my favorite toner is the um, Heritage Naturals Rose Water Toner. Not their rose water spray, but their rose water toner, which you can get at Target. You can get um, at Whole Foods. And um, because toners are really just um, a water-based ingredient with usually a few other nice ingredients in it, meant to just put water back into the skin because that's really hard to do. So I just I don't think you need to shell it out on the toners. Um, mm-hmm. and then what the, do you think about more of the alcohol based toner is like Thayer's mm-hmm. is always known as like a call. Right. Beauty. So Thayer's, the, my problem with Thayer's is they are witch hazel, which witch hazel is, um, it ha- it is a, uh, tan- tannin ingredient, which means it, um, absorbs oil. It removes oil. Um, so witch hazel, um, in formulations can be very beneficial to someone who's struggling with excess oil, Witch hazel by itself, like that Thayer's toner way too strict way 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 too stripping you're that's act- how I feel yeah. yeah you're actually going to make yourself more oilier by removing the oil that's on your skin because your skin is an organ it's going to try and compensate for that so um, same with hair you know when yeah. people are trying to go on a journey to be less oily same thing yeah yeah, yeah. so interesting it creates this vicious cycle so um why some people are like wait but this has witch hazel in it and I don't I don't hate witch hazel I hate pure witch hazel Mm. So, um, and then the last thing I think you can save your money on is moisturizers and specifically jarred moisturizers. Just skip any jar moisturizer, to be honest with you, um, unless mm-hmm. you want it to just moisturize. No moisturizer is going to be anti-aging. And I, and I'm very sorry. I'm sorry. I wish I could tell you this jar was going to solve all your problems. Yeah, we have to be the bearer of that. I know. All the time. <laughs> moisturizers are essentially just going to moisturize and that's great. That's their purpose. Um, but if something is claiming to be like, I see a lot of like vitamin C moisturizers or anything like that. What happens is every time you're opening that jar, it's getting exposed to air and it's making those active ingredients less effective. Um, and then I wrote, LOL, JLo skincare. Um, so <laughs> um, the other thing is like you're putting, you're putting your fingers in your moisturizer, right? Like your grimy, yeah. dirty fingers. Like, no, yeah, nah. So I think moisturizers can just moisturize. So when you want to like see changes in your skin and improve upon them, um, go for the serums. Um, don't rely on your moisturizer. Yeah, that's really good advice. I love that. Okay, so then I'm going to go for um, some of the splurges on the makeup end. Mm -hmm. You know, people always want to talk about makeup, but like skincare is so closely connected. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say a big splurge is any recommended products by your esthetician um, because that is going to set the base for your makeup and make sure that everything looks good and also make sure that things are sticking. Sometimes Mm -hmm. that's a big problem where people are coming to me and they're saying, hey, like my nose is red and I can't get makeup to adhere to it. And I'm like, oh, that goes back to the skin, (laughs) like Mm -hmm. not so much. And there are products that will help with that. Um, 
But yeah, it all comes down to your skincare. So the next thing I would totally splurge on is luxury powders. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's nothing like it because when they're so finely milled like that and they just have the formulation on point, it just really sits on the skin so nicely. Um, The next thing that I would splurge on is a concealer that fits your needs. Mm -hmm. Um, We have so many different concealers out there and I think it gets really sketchy when you venture into the waters, but really like just look for something that's going to help your problem area. If you have dark circles, then maybe you need to go for a high coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're dry under there, I know Jouar, Jouar. Is that how you say it? Jouar? I say Jouer because Jouer. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, because that's how they pronounce it. So that's how I pronounce it. Yeah, I love it. So mm-hmm. I just never pronounce anything right if anybody <laughs> same, hasn't noticed. Same. <laughs> but they have a new um, concealer out with hyaluronic acid. So, you know, if you're really mm-hmm. dry under the eyes, that might help that. Um, if you are really oily, then maybe you want something with more alcohol in it. Those mm-hmm. are your shape tapes and mm-hmm. stuff. Then even the Kat Von D one we were talking about. And mm-hmm. then if you are kind of on the aging process and maybe your eyes crease a little bit more, but like a really nice creamy concealer will help you there and make sure it has good skincare ingredients and really just use your ring finger to push that into the skin so that it looks more like second skin rather than sitting on top of it. I just want to, um, I just want to piggyback onto that because I think when you invest in a good concealer that works with your skin and that the formulation is right, it's just such a difference. I feel like you can see when someone's using a concealer, that's just not right. And so if you define the concealer that works for you, that works, you know, and really helps with what you're looking for is a more high end one, just, just do it, just do it. Because I think it makes a difference. Your color, Mm -hmm. yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Because even as a makeup artist, that's something that I like err on caution about, and I'm super picky about. Is like I will test the concealer color before I go through with everything else. Because if that oxidizes to a different color or looks off, like if you are too light, you look crazy. If you are too dark, you you look crazy. So it has to be perfect. So really, rather than like I said, shopping for your 15 eyeshadow palettes. Shop for concealer. I don't care if you go back three or four times and you don't find one. Like, just keep it going. Mm -hmm. It's going to really make a difference in your makeup. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So the things that I would save on, um, a lot of drugstore lip glosses Mm -hmm. are great. I am a huge fan of the brand Milani. Mm -hmm. I use a lot of stuff in their kit. So the first thing I use is they have... um, Basically, it's the dupe for NARS Orgasm, and it's their color shade yes. Luminoso. Yes. Yeah, they they have it in blush. I I kind of like it a little bit more mm-hmm. than the regular NARS. I think it has a little <laughs> more shimmer to it. I actually prefer I, it, um, too, over Orgasm, which is funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think it's so weird that I feel that way. And then on top of it, they have a lip gloss that's the same shade um, with the Luminoso, and it has a plumper in it. It's amazing. It's so moisturizing. It has a lot of glitter in it, but I'm here for it. I love mm-hmm. a glittery gloss. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then I also use, um, they have, it's right next to me. I'm going to read what it is. Their sun kissed silky matte bronzing powder is just lovely. Like it smells like it has an argon oil or something in it. Mm. Maybe that's not the best for your skin. No, no. Argan oil I, is great. No, no, no. I love argon oil. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. But when they say it's blendable and streak-free, like sometimes it, I keep talking so much about cream, but mm-hmm. cream really does have a learning curve to it and it can be really scary at the beginning. This is a great powder that goes on just like cream and it's, it, they have it in a shade one and two and it's the shade one is just really, really great for, um, paler people. It reminds me of the Hula light. But okay. I like yeah, it more. yeah. 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 
Yeah, because for a long time, it was actually as as much as darker skin tones had a hard time finding their colors. Like when you are super light, you just it, it was all the orangey colors yeah. and things that oxidized I, weird. It was really scary. I never like to talk about that because um, <laughs> well, because so my reality was I couldn't go to the drugstore and find color like um, foundations and things like that that worked on me. But I could go to a department store and find it. And while people of color couldn't find it at drugstore, they also could not find it at department stores. So no. I don't I don't like to talk about that too much. But we are definitely on like we're too fair for the drugstore um, where yeah. they make a, everything very pink, very pink when it's supposed to be for yes. us. Yes. Or they make it um, too yellow Mm -hmm. because they're trying to cancel out the redness tones in us. And that is a whole other story that (laughs) doesn't look very good. And then if you have a neutral skin tone in the middle of that, oh, dear Lord, I'm a neutral skin tone. And while I've learned to have fun with it, being a makeup artist, because I know what I'm doing, it can be a struggle when when you don't know. Yeah. Um, So the next thing that I would definitely buy at the drugstore is your mascara. Mm -hmm. Uh, You go through it quickly, and I hope you're throwing it away every month, guys. We (laughs) really hope that you are not – your mascara – I mean, look at the bottle. It says three to six months. Like, it's not – this is not – and I would say three months. And especially if you're, like, a contact lens wearer, like, you need to take care of your eyes. Yeah, and I even noticed that around week three or four, just from opening it so much and the oxygen getting into the – mascara itself mm-hmm. it doesn't work as well so mm-hmm. I'd rather just throw it out and buy a new eight dollar mascara and be good mm-hmm. do, you, um, do you have a favorite fa- yeah what's your favorite yeah yeah so my favorite is um the L'Oreal Voluminoso I think that's great but if you do if you are into mascara some people are like really obsessed with their eyelashes I don't mm-hmm. know I think it's so weird but um they claim to just have these amazing eyelashes and they need to wear their good mascara so I love the OG Kush mascara mm-hmm. by Milk mm-hmm it has cannabis oil in it. And I am telling you, when I was wear- using that, my eyelashes were growing. Oh, really? I yeah. had um, yeah. I, I had a sample of that. So I really can't give like too much of an opinion on it. Um, but I, I enjoyed it as well. Yeah. And that's about $25. But your L'Oreal Volumin- Voluminous is about eight or nine. Is the L'Oreal um, Voluminous, is that like the classic black tube yep. with the gold? Yeah. Yes. That yep. is a great one. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. And so um, I I always like to challenge myself. Like I just like pretend things happen in my head. So I'm always like, okay, if I was out or like if I was traveling to a job and my makeup kit like got lost and I didn't have it because I hear about that horror story with celebrity makeup artists all the time. Like where could I go in the drugstore and what could I get? So I wanted to give you guys a suggestion for your drugstore foundation. Mm. Um, I definitely think you should go a little bit pricier. I think a mid-level foundation, like don't be spending $80 on your foundation mm-hmm. unless you're, you're really into it and you're buying the best of the best, but Maybelline fit me is dope. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they have about every color you could think yeah. of and yeah. And it's a really good formula. It's really nice. Now, do you yeah. like the matte and poreless or dewy and smooth? I think it really just depends on what you're going your, for. Yeah. I think, yeah, some people are just so oily that you yeah. just have to put on a matte foundation for it to even look normal. But for the most part, I really like luminous and dewy. I would rather like just take my skincare and and like I said, I use that aloe and bamboo thing. Yeah. I would rather like matte out the skin a little more and then even go over it with like a dewy luminous foundation. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. So um, and then say it's I was gonna say the same exact thing you hit on 
the moisturizer, like, <laughs> which is funny that we both, I mean, you from your, your makeup standpoint and me from a skincare standpoint, but I mean, it's just, and it used to be that, you know, the moisturizers you got affordable, they were all just like mineral oil, like just not great. But I mean, it, it really has changed. Um, yeah. And I think you can get something that's, that's fine. And I think it's just, you just need it to moisturize really. Exactly. So this is even where like CeraVe and stuff would come in handy. Mm-hmm. If you're about to seriously, we're going to do an episode on skin prep because I just think normal people do not even know what you're saying when you say skin prep before makeup. And no. it, it's so, so many influencers put like 15 products on their face. And I go through this system that it's, it's two or three products max. And it, one of the um, products is almost like an SK two, but just like plumps up your skin. And that is the best thing you can do mm-hmm. before you go in for a makeup application. And then you just need a moisturizer that has no fragrance, very simple, very few ingredients like a CeraVe, because like I said, these, these products and some of these, um, just the, the ingredients in them, they will work against each other if you don't mm-hmm. know what you're doing. So it's better to just think simple and stay simple. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Especially if you're using a foundation that claims to have all these skincare benefits, because that means that they've added some stuff as uh-huh. well that you don't know how they're going to act together. Yeah, for sure. Uh, which is great yeah. that they're adding these like really positive ingredients into makeup. But however, please, I don't know how many people I get telling me like when I ask like, well, what do you use for moisturizer in the morning? And they're like, oh, a tinted bare minerals moisturizer. And I'm like, that's not a moisturizer. Yeah. That's makeup. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think people just have no idea and I don't blame them. Like I said, we never come here at a judging standpoint. Like we really genuinely, like we want to teach you things and then we want you to come back to us and be like, dude, I bought this. You know what I mean? Like give us (laughs) advice eventually. I don't know. Like maybe I'll go crazy and I won't have a brain and you'll have to remind me of everything I said. I don't know what this thing is good for, but we're going to keep it going. (laughs) All right, Kelsey. So let's just end on what made you happy this week. Yeah. So, um, so it's, oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to not, uh, I'm not going to get sappy at this point, but yesterday one of my students found out she was graduating a day early and started to cry and it totally melted me. And, um, like there were happy tears. Like she thought she had one more day left and then they, she found out like, Oh no, you're done at the end of the day. And it was like at the end of the day. Um, and she started crying and it melted me so much. I gave her a hug, which is like huge. A, I'm not a hugger. And then B it's like, uh-huh. it's COVID. So I'm like, don't touch me. Just don't. Yeah, yeah. And I gave her like the biggest, like, um, big sis hug, like rubbed her back and everything. Um, and she's young too. She just turned 21 while she was in the program. She's a young girl. Uh, and I, I used like either like to have friends that are like older than me or like younger than me. Yeah. Like I have some friends in Charleston that they're like 23 and going through like they're party girls and they're mm-hmm. wild. But like, I just, I, I love that big sister vibe where like yeah. they can come talk to me about whatever. And yeah, it's so nice. Yeah. It's almost, um, and in this kind of setting, it's almost like, um, I really feel like a mentor. Like I don't feel like a, yeah. a teacher. I feel like a mentor sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. I used to call her my unproblematic child, which if she's listening, she's going to know exactly who she is. And, um, (laughs) it's because some of these students really, they just bring the drama and she never minded picking up their slack when they were bringing the drama and, and she, her services that she did, the facial services that she did, she did amazing. She was always helping other students. She got amazing client feedback. She like went above and beyond like, and she was so hardworking and so young. And I was just so impressed by her and, um, to see her graduating. Um, I'm just, I'm going to miss her 
but I know she's going to be an amazing esthetician. And I'm just well, I'm I was gonna say, does happy. she have any like career moves after this? Like, does she know where she's going now? Um, well, so now she's on the journey of applying for jobs, and mm-hmm. um, I I try to be honest with them about the beauty industry and that you gotta grind, you gotta grind for a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I work and not the fake like boss lady grind, like no, you were no. like. Like I like even right before this podcast, I even like just put out a feeler to um, like a company just being like, I would love to work with you. Like you have to put yourself out there all the time doing crazy shit. Yeah, Yeah. I am, you know, and so like I talk about working at Ulta and working at the brow bar. And while I liked it, like but that was the job I could get at that point. And I'm very grateful for that job. I learned so much. I learned about retail and I learned how to do brows, like my brow skills are amazing, but it was just like, I had to put in my time and, you know, the classic pay your dues. Um, and so, they're not even paying you well. I got my start at dry bar and no. like, oh my God, I could, uh, you want to talk about taking Jeff Bezos down? Like yeah. I want to take down like, Allie oh Brad, like, God. No, like, I see her on Shark Tank all the time. Is she awful? Is she awful? It's not that it's just the whole business model business. and how you're paid there or how you're not paid. And like they're, they pretend like this facade, like there's so much opportunity for you as oh, like a yeah. stylist, but it's really just like a stepping stone to get to the next thing. It, like and a, it, it a is a place where you have to work to make money. These, yeah. these franchises are like, you, you kind of have to pay your time at the franchises. And, and I hate to tell you that, but, um, like my students who might be listening, but like you, you gotta pay your dues. So and it's not even pay your dues because really you can't advance there. It's mm-hmm. almost like you just got to make all your mistakes there when right. you're getting paid what like eight dollars an hour and no tips because when I hear people say they don't tip a dry bar because the blowout's forty dollars I want to like instantly like grab them by the throat but like yeah that's what that's the you just got to go through it and you got to make your mistakes somewhere and it's better to do it it's really it's really better to do it when you're not the boss and like you (laughs) yeah like because if you yeah 100 percent and you learn so much about the business when you work for someone else too um, so, but anyways, I am um, this, like this week and next week are this kind of neck, this group of students are starting to graduate and, um, it's definitely a bittersweet moment for me. Um, I call them my baby birds and I tell them it's time to leave the nest. Um, oh. I know. And I have about five students that I'm like their presence, uh, will be definitely noticed by me. Like their lack, like them not being there. I'm definitely going to miss them. So um, yeah. I'm excited to see them graduate. Um, but it's, you know, it's a little bit of a bittersweet moment. Um, so what, yes. what made you happy this week? So I had my date night on Yay. Saturday and that was awesome. Um, the food was amazing. Yeah. The hospitality was just phenomenal. Um, we sat next to a table of like eight of like the drunkest bros <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> and they weren't like disrespectful, just like pure entertainment. Like the Cute. one guy was so drunk and like could not be bothered to sit in his seat the whole time, which is kind of bad for COVID. I don't really go out that often. Mm-mm. So even it felt a little risky to me. Um, but he just would not stop yelling that he needed Molly or oh and that he was really drunk. <laughs> It was probably already on Molly. Um. Seriously. And there was a point where like they all got their food. So they were all actually being quiet and like eating because they were all so wasted. And Uh like the guy, like even the restaurant got quiet and like the guy was just like, I'm so drunk. Like it was just (laughs) great. It was great. Pure comedy. Yeah. And so the other thing that made me really happy was um, my boyfriend's client was moving. So she was getting rid of a bunch of furniture and we live in Charleston, South Carolina. And I'm just going to be honest, there's a lot of old money here and Mm -hmm. we're not the rich kids on the block, but it is so fun being around all the rich people because when they are getting rid of like furniture or anything, Mm -hmm. they always think of Trevor and I, and (laughs) so we, yeah, we got a bunch of furniture and then it was even more fun because like the 
couch. We got a couch and we got a dresser and I think a few other things, but basically we had to get rid of our old couch and we didn't care what happened to it at this point. So we were like throwing it down the stairs of our apartment <laughs> and like just being completely careless. And we're a bunch of nerds. So that's how we had a lot of fun uh-huh. on Sunday. Uh-huh. <laughs> Look, just take your aggression out on that couch. It's so nice. Yeah. And my boyfriend's like 6'4", 250 pounds, and he's a personal trainer. So, like, he was, like, he just thought it was so fun to, like, pick things over his head and throw it into the dump and stuff like that. And, yeah, it was a good time. I just want to let the audience know that. So, Lauren (laughs) just said her boyfriend is 6'4". Lauren, how tall are you? I'm 5'1". Uh-huh. Yep. That's (laughs) – he is over a foot taller than her. That's so that's amazing. He's huge compared to me. It's so funny. <laughs> oh, what a cute. I saw you posted um a thing from the chop house of your dessert and it looked amazing. Oh my god, it was so good. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I love dessert. I do need to we are probably in future podcasts gonna talk a little bit about Kelsey and I do not drink alcohol. We're sober from mm-hmm. that. Um, but I I'm at the point of my um, sobriety journey where it's only been a year and a half for me, but I'm at the point where I need to stop using sugar as my oh, your treat yeah yes, yeah let me know yeah. when you figure that out because I still do that yeah no I okay, still. <laughs> okay, yeah. but yeah it's like I have to have ice cream after everything oh, like yeah. even if I have to make a decision I'm like I need an ice cream I'm yeah. like I mean yes, we don't do dessert fun. wine anymore we just do dessert it's so true it is so true but yeah I think that we talked a lot today but we this was did. so fun I we had a lot to say though so this was really fun if you are yeah. s- still listening at this point thank you so much <laughs> yeah thank you so much guys um you can always email us your beauty questions at beautyguidespodcast at gmail.com we plan on doing a whole episode answering all of your questions so bring them on if we haven't answered them yet don't worry we have them and we will be answering them so thank you yes, so much guys seems like oh sorry I'm not I didn't mean to cut you off, but if gmail is too much for you just put them on the instagram or anything too yeah. just keep talking to us we just want to like hang out with you guys and figure out what you want to hear and then we want to talk about it on the podcast so yes thank you and Kelsey I'll let you take it away oh yeah all right bye guys thank you so much bye <laughs>